0: It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on
1: News Talk 850 WFTL. Even with the roundabouts, you know, there's a lot of people who don't know how to use a roundabout properly. So all these new differences, even though that it's it's meant to make things better, it's still going to create some
0: chaos. That guy makes a good point. I didn't even think about the roundabouts. That <laughs> throws people for an absolute loop. It sure and now does. You're gonna put a, now you're going to put a diamond on 95.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst <laughs> <thing> that can happen? <laughs> oh, no. Not
0: too bad so far, though. Early reports, right. the diamond interchange on 95 and Glades and Boca Raton, pretty good so far, I guess. But here's the story this morning. Now, now that that's done, the DOT has uh, announced that they got... More of them coming for Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Oh no, more diamonds? Four in Palm Beach County, two on the treasure coast. You know wow. what this tells me? We're in for a lot of construction.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's that's for sure. I'm scared. Where's the next one gonna go? I thought we dodged a bullet by not having you know a diamond in our area because neither of us usually drive in the Boca
0: area too much. But now they're talking about expanding. So let's start with the, let's start north first. This will affect you directly, Diener. Yeah. And Jen, two diverging diamond interchanges planned on the Treasure Coast: 95 at uh oh, and 95 at Gatlin Boulevard in St. Lucie. Oh no, uh-huh. no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Biggest appeal, according to the engineers, is eliminating left turns. Huh.
2: All right. So is that to speed things up? It sounds like I mean, in the end, it sounds like it's more mainstream—not mainstream, but like. You know, an easier flow of traffic. It's
0: more efficient. That's what it is. Anywhere there was, there was a left turn and a lot of lot of traffic. Yeah, on the off ramp, that's what causes most of the problems. Here's the other projects. Let's go a little further south. More uh, more traffic and more population. You ready? Sure. I ninety five at Hypoluxo. Ooh, busy. Lantana. Oh, that's you. Tenth Avenue. Uh oh. And forty fifth Street. Oh. No, <laughs> These are all the places where we... Okay, so the whole county is going to have diamond interchanges.
2: 45th Street, that's us. That's us. That's where we get off for the station. Oh, that's we're, just, we're looking at it
0: right now. Get ready for a giant construction site. Just wonderful. So that means at some
2: point, as we make our way into the station, we are going to have to contend now with a construction site that's going to be active for at least two years. Yes. Wonderful. Where...
1: Boy, Just great!
0: <laughs> all line, a lot of fun. Maybe this was freed up with the infrastructure bill. I don't know, but this costs. Th- these are billion dollar projects now at this point, right? I mean, you're talking about six diamond interchange. Think, look, yeah. it took two years to get the Boca one done.
2: Exactly right. I mean, they they did say that you know billions of dollars have been freed up for uh, infrastructure repairs and improvements in the state of Florida. So
0: I guess this is part of it. So what? What's the criteria? Where do they put these things? This is what the FDOT says: heavy volume of left turns and on/off uh, left turns on and off highway ramps. That's most of us. Safety concerns and need for widening the roadway. Okay, all right. I get that. Here's the good news. Yeah. Uh, since they put them in, traffic crashes are down 46 percent in the ones throughout the rest of the country.
2: Well, that that is good. It's just something you're gonna have to get used to and contend with the construction. Right. That's that's
0: the other thing. (laughs) That was no fun through Boca for a couple of years through those diamond interchanges when nobody even knew what was going on. What are they doing? Oh no. I thought it was just a widening or something.
2: Forty fifth Street, really? It's literally our exit. Well. Come on, man. (laughs) Well, if it's not that, it's
0: four other options in Palm Beach County. So geez. I know. I like that first guy though.
2: People can't even handle roundabouts. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I came across a roundabout over the weekend. I swear there's a little twinge of fear that comes over me anytime oh, yeah. I come across one. I'm like, oh no, oh, oh no. Yeah.
0: Here it comes. And we're right at, we have one, I'm right near Hagen Ranch, which is, you know, famous for all the roundabouts. It's what they do. And I, I love them because they would have been stop signs or lights or something. True. Every once in a while, like heavy traffic time, you get like a, people will go on a run. And they just don't stop. Yes. And they tailgate each other like a train. Right. Going through, and they won't stop. They just yeah. go. And then you, and then you're stuck there. So I just do that old man move, and I inch out, and I inch. scare him.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> scare somebody into stopping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, is he really going to come right in front of me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's every man for himself on a busy roundabout. I'll oh, tell you. Oh, it sure
0: is. You got that right. All right. Well, <laughs> man, prepare for the diamonds. Prepare for the diamonds. <laughs> That's right. Uh, there's something afoot in Texas. They have a new border czar. They're taking matters into their own hands. This was wild. You're going to hear a lot more from this guy, and I think other states are going to do it, too. This guy's name is uh, Mike Banks, and his goal is to make it very undesirable for migrants to come through his state.
3: (laughs) Number one priority is to make
0: the state of Texas the least desirable place for illegal immigration to cross. And what's the key? How are they going to do it? By being aggressive. I don't think it's going to be a very difficult transition at all, right? It's just we just need to be more aggressive. what does that mean? There's no confirmation on this through their press conference. He was right there next to Governor Greg Abbott. This is the new hire. Not so much building construction or a new border wall coming from just Texas funds. They're going to scoop up the migrants that they have and basically round them up and get them right back to Mexico. Listen. A state taking matters into its own hands. With its own funding, by the way. That's what it has to come down to. I mean, if the federal government
2: isn't going to help, which Lord knows they are not. Not with this administration anyway then you have to take matters into your own hands. And I'm glad finally they found a way, Texas found a way to do something significant here. I mean, I know they've been trying other other ways and other means. I'm not saying that, you know, Greg Abbott and, and everybody there has been kind of like sitting on their hands, not doing anything. Mm-hmm.
0: But this is probably the most significant thing that, uh, that they've done. They said, uh, Greg Abbott said he was going to do something. I guess it's in the form of this. I thought we all thought it was going to be like a, a state border wall or something. That never right. really happened. Which would also be nice. I wouldn't mind that. It affects everybody. All right, and uh, Super Bowl ads are starting to leak through already. We told you about this before. This one's a this is a weird combination, but you know what? I, somehow it kind of sort of works. Sarah McLaughlin, the singer who's now most known for those ASPCA commercials, oh, yes. right? They're very sad. Whenever <laughs> she comes on, you hear her, and, you know, you're going to see. And I-, I feel bad for changing the channel because there's always some poor, sick animal that, you know, needs help. And I know. And they're long commercials.
2: But I know I'm not going to adopt a dog right away, so I'm just going to sit there and end up watching this commercial. It's going to depress me. I'm not going to move for, like, the next 20 minutes because
0: I'm being in a- just a puddle of tears. Some of them are like I swear there's, like, one that's five minutes long. Too. Oh, so, well, <laughs> really rough watch. There's a Super Bowl ad featuring that. But to liven it up a little bit, she, she and they have teamed up with Bush Light.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which are usually
0: comical, right? What are they doing here? I don't know, here's how it works You tell
3: me if it's a good combination Three things are required in the great outdoors Food, drink, and shelter There it is I'm Sarah no. No. For just dollars a day You can help help helpless. Now
0: you hear that music and you know it's going to turn sad, right?
3: (gasps) But they kind of like liven it up Animals, find shelter (laughs) Wrong shelter, Sarah also, that's a wolf. Head for the mountains. <laughs> all right,
0: so that's funny then. Okay, but my hope is they at least put. She probably only agreed to it to bring attention to her cause. There, right with the, the poor, sick animals.
2: All right, so maybe they put like some link
0: at the end of the commercial well, to I, help out. I here. think they. I haven't seen the video of it. I've only heard the audio. I hope they do that. See, and it's just so funny. Though, Otherwise, because, she's like, "Hey, you know these commercials? I tortured you with all
2: these years." Ha ha! Uh, right. Well, hopefully they have something at the end. I don't know if they will. I mean, it sounds like it's just an ad for Bush and they kind of play on, play off off with the really
0: sad commercials that everyone gets depressed about. Bush. (laughs) That's pretty good, though. We'll see. They're all coming out now. We're going to see them all. Spoilers. Well, Biden says no, no F-16s, no planes, fighter jets to Ukraine. Of course, he also said this about tanks. But speaking of Russia, did you hear this quote from Boris Johnson? No? From the uh, former prime minister of, of England. Bojo? New documentary on B.C. He says Putin directly threatened him to kidnap him. Oh, gosh. Wait till you hear this. Wow. That's coming up next. The E-Sail Morning Show. Keep it here. All right. Thanks, Jennifer. Appreciate it. The E-Sail Morning Show. News Talk 850 WFTL. Uh, don't forget about the Morning Show app. I mean, the Morning Show blog, which you can find on the app online as well. You can uh, listen live on there, and the blog is on there. You got anything on the blog cooking yet? We got a little
2: something brewing. Really? Yes. Yes, a little... Uh, but not confirmed. Well, uh, I think it's going to be involving Alexa.
0: Oh, God. Oh, the yes. end of the world predictions? Oh,
2: yes. There's I actually... don't know whether that's a fake or not. I mean, I'm sure it is, but it's all in good fun. Oh, yeah. That's fun, a lot of fun, a lot of laughs.
0: When's the end of the world, Alexa?
2: <laughs> but the good thing is, is that you can... We'll have two videos on there, Alexa supposedly predicts when World War III is going to begin.
0: Yeah, that's fun. But then we've <laughs> <laughs> You know, for some laughs.
2: Oh, yeah! <laughs> you know, for some chuckles here today. But then there's also another one that leads into it where she predicts when it will end.
0: Oh, See, the end of the war? Or yes, the, end of the Okay.
2: End of the war. So right. you'll know... Or a world. Yeah, you know, They might go hand in hand, honestly. So you'll have the end... <laughs> you'll have the
0: beginning of World War III and then the end. So you can you can plan for it. According to Alexa. I like It's what led into this discussion. Somebody, this is going viral, as the kids say. Somebody asked Alexa, and this may be using that program where you can get it to say anything you want. We're not sure. Somebody asked Alexa when the world would, would end. When World War III would start, more specifically. Well, it's a little too specific. A little too much, and it's right around Thanksgiving. I think, in fact, isn't this on Thanksgiving itself? It is Thanksgiving.
2: Day.
3: World War Three starts on November twenty third, twenty twenty three, at six o five p.m. Thanksgiving. When Russia launches an attack against Germany. Oh no!
0: Well. There is one piece of good news. I'm going to load up on pie. (laughs) (laughs) So when you make your Thanksgiving plans
2: (laughs) this year, just keep in mind that Alexis says World War III is going to break out.
0: Well, there you go. That's all right, though. Maybe she's wrong. Maybe this is predicated on the fact that uh, we're going to send F-16s to Ukraine. Well, Joe Biden yesterday, the reporter shouted that at him when he was coming home to the White House, and he said, no. That was his full quote. No.
2: Yeah, well, we'll see about that. He also said no to tanks. Didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now here we are. My prediction, if Alexa can make predictions, I will make predictions as well. I say we're sending F-16s over there by the summer. If this thing is still going on, if it's still dragging on like it is now, wow. with no end in sight, and we're sending money and you know supplies and everything, wow! I say by the summer, they have the, they have their planes.
0: Joe, originally, he had said, speaking of World War Three, that that would be started if we ever sent tanks over there. Well, that happened. So That didn't stop him.
2: What's next, right? They, they also said that we were never going to send the, the, the uh, Patriot missiles or, you know, the air defense systems. Well, they did that. Oh, boy.
0: Right. In the meantime, British, former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, speaking of the world stage, he had something very interesting to say about Vladimir Putin recently. It's a BBC documentary. And he says Putin personally threatened a missile strike by Russia. Oh, my gosh. To the UK.
3: Oh, no. Is what Bojo says. But He threatened me at one point and said, you know, uh, Boris, I don't want to hurt you, but uh, with a missile it would only take a minute or something like that, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, Bojo, you can't. You have to get that quote exact. You can't say, you know, something like something that. Something like that, yeah. yeah he yeah, said he you know, would shoot me with a missile. You know, something. You know, mm.
2: I don't know. <laughs> That's, boy, is that some type of like, you know, just a little anecdote you tell at like cocktail hour. Oh, did I ever tell you about that time uh, Putin said he was going to shoot a missile at me? Then, of course, it was the time that I... I simply wanted
3: tea.
0: Uh, apparently, <laughs> oh according to Bojo in this documentary, I don't know what the the main course of the documentary is about, but it, it happened during a call a year ago, before Russia invaded Ukraine. Kremlin spokesperson—they're always fun—they denied the threat was ever made. Absolutely <laughs> not true. With crazy hair, man.
2: <laughs> I guess you never know. I mean, mm-hmm. but why would why would Bojo make something like that up?
0: I I I don't know. To sell the documentary, I I don't. He, he was just so flippant about it. And of course, there's the time he threatened me with a missile or something like that.
2: <laughs> right? I mean, uh, he just says that so like uh, I can't remember exactly what he said. Something like he was going to shoot a missile at me. I
0: don't know. I think Who if someone had I, th- I think if someone had threatened to kill me and, and to launch a missile at my country, I would remember exactly what he said.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would think so. Wow. There was also that time. Didn't Putin take Robert Kraft's Super Bowl ring?
0: Walked right away with it. There's an ama- If you ever hear Bob Kraft tell the story personally, it's awesome. Oh gosh. You have to hear it from him because you know because of how Bob talks, he's like, "All oh, right, I gave it a ring there. I just we walked away <laughs> <there.">
2: <laughs> He was just trying to show it to him, and Putin just took it yeah, and it put it in his
0: pocket. It was like this international business, like forum, something like this, and it was the fir- it was the first ring. And he took it off to oh, show the it first to Putin, one? Putin thought, or or played it off like it was a gift, put it on, literally walked away, and Bob goes, and we never saw him again. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say anything. It's not even going to be like, hey, can I have that back? He did say something like that. I didn't want to start an international incident. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, no. So Vladimir Putin has a Super Bowl 36 Super Bowl ring. He does. Bob's. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> Vladimir Putin is a Super Bowl champion. Maybe if he ever asked for it back, he threatened him with a missile strike or something. <laughs> now we know. Goodness. Wow. It's a and, wild story, though. Anyway, that's where we stand on the world stage, everybody. Don't worry. You have Until Thanksgiving. <laughs> We've got some sad news out of the entertainment world. Uh, we lost Laverne and Shirley star Cindy Williams, who actually had done a lot more than that, but uh, that was her most famous role, obviously. She died last week, and her family uh, kind of announced the news last night. She was 75. Um, she had been sick, I guess, for quite some time. That's what they're saying. Known for Laverne and Shirley, and a couple of years ago, she did an interview where they explained how they wanted to do that show, which everybody forgets was a spinoff from Happy Days.
3: ABC loves this show. And we said, what show? And they said, they love you and Penny, and they want to do a spinoff. And we didn't know what One, a spinoff two, was. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemizo, Haas
1: yeah. and Incorporated.
2: Man. Sad. It is sad.
0: Very sad. She was great. Now both of them are gone.
2: Right. Yeah, Penny Marshall, I I hate to say
0: this, I forgot she passed away uh, a few years ago. Uh, She was also 75. Yeah, she was, wasn't she? Yeah. She had starred in two movies that were nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars, uh, American Graffiti, that George Lucas movie, in 73, Yeah. and Coppola's The Conversation was in 74. She had done a lot of stuff. she, she, She almost was Princess Leia. I never knew this until you told me. I looked into this a little bit more. She had definitely auditioned. I had heard that before for it. And some stories say she never had a shot at it. Others say she turned it down. She was offered the role of Princess Leia. What What a different movie world it would have been, huh? Yeah, that's true. This is what her audition sounded like.
1: When little R2 has been safely delivered to my forces, you'll receive your reward. You have my guarantee. All right. (laughs) A little
0: flat, but okay. It's it's okay. Might have been her second audition. I don't know. Yeah, she was just
2: you know kind of getting in in the flow of uh, being Princess Leia. I could have seen her as Princess Leia, though. I think so. She could have pulled it off. Yeah.
0: In the background. Hey, Cheryl! (laughs) 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 That that definitely would have been a uh, different take on Star Wars. You're not kidding. All right, well, no Powerball, everybody. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you back here Wednesday night. Yeah, we'll see you there, Powerball guy. (laughs) $653 <laughs> Six hundred and fifty three million bucks for tomorrow night. This thing just keeps on rolling. It's unstoppable. I'm I'm holding out one more time. I think you're I'm, right. I'm
2: keeping my promise. I'm gonna wait until after the drawing on Wednesday because I don't believe anybody is going to win. And by Saturday for that drawing, we're gonna see $700 dollars. That's when that's when I'm gonna strike boom, right?
0: Get right in there. Sounded like an outlandish prediction last week, and now it's looking more and more like that's going to happen. Getting closer. Man, that's nuts. (laughs) All right, we got more headlines coming up next, and uh, more Super Bowl commercials are being leaked. And how about this for good luck or bad luck? You choose. A boulder crashed through a living room, and the family narrowly escaped. But when do you hear this sound? A boulder. How does that even happen? I don't know. They're lucky, though. It's coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. News Talk 850 WFTL, the South Florida morning show. I know this is a Texas-based story, but it involves South Florida because the man on the case is friend of the show. We need to get him back on, by the way. Yeah, we should do that. The legendary Ron McGill from Zoo Miami. So here's, first of all, we're going to start with what he says. Let's start with Ron.
1: I find it very hard to believe that all of these incidents are coincidence or that all of these incidents are the result of, you know, human error or defective equipment. Um, the more I hear about this, the more I think that there is malintent behind it. Uh-oh. Oh, there it is. Malintent,
0: hijinks, monkey business, literally. Uh, yeah, exactly. You don't often hear that, but here's the headline. Mustached monkeys missing. And we just saw a picture of them. They really have like these giant white mustaches, it looks like. They got like, if you can imagine, Raleigh fingers. Yes. As a monkey. <laughs> Like a, like a handlebar mustache. That's, they're, That's right. they're very rare, very exotic, and this is probably why Ron McGill thinks this is a growing mystery and something's afoot here. It's at the Dallas Zoo, which is a big one, by the way. So two emperor tamarind monkeys came up missing. That's what they are. That's why Ron McGill made that statement, Something something's wrong, because before that, a clouded leopard who escaped her enclosure after it had been tampered with happened, uh-huh. similar issue found at a habitat for different monkeys. Last week, an endangered vulture was found dead. Police are investigating, but something's going on. So an alert's been going on throughout the animal community, throughout the world. Something is not adding
2: up here. This is definitely, I, I'm with uh, our good buddy Ron there. Me this too. is definitely uh,
0: strange enough to think someone's doing this intentionally. And it's making—it's big enough it's making national headlines now. The yeah. Today Show, it's funny that to, right when we were talking about this, the, the Today Show has the story on right now, because they're afraid that this is actually some kind of like, you know, in, underground exotic animal trade thing going on. Sure sounds like
2: it. Someone is... Uh, an inside job? I don't know. But somebody is taking these animals and selling them on the black market because these are exotic animals. We know from watching Tiger King how expensive those things are. Exotic animals are not cheap. Not good.
0: And that is a weird world. You're right. Through Tiger King, we also learned about what kind of people are involved in this industry. Yeah, really shady
2: characters out there.
0: Man. So it's...
2: uh. Well, keep an eye on it. I mean, if they continue to have missing animals at the Dallas Zoo. If there's anybody who can solve this case, though, it's Ron McGill from Zoo. That's right. He's on it. He is the actual
0: pet detective like Jim Carrey. He is. He really is. He's going to go out there and solve it. All right. In the meantime, this is uh, good news. You may be saying, well, what took so long? And why are they waiting so long for the designation? But the Biden administration is set to end two emergencies related to COVID-19 and the pandemic on May 11th. Republicans in the House, they give them credit for this. They're saying, why wait so long? End it sooner then. On Monday, just yesterday, the White House informed Congress both the national emergency and public health emergency will end. Over. That's it. Finally. Done. Ending most of the COVID relief money, too. And that's what they're saying is the big deal of what took so long to actually end this thing. The World Health Organization said this week the pandemic is at a transition point. Oh, it's transitioning. They'll never say a pandemic's over or a virus is gone. They'll just say, well, you know, we're just
2: transitioning. I think it's safe to say the literal, trans, uh, tr- you know, definition of a pandemic, That's not what's happening anymore. I think it's safe to say the actual pandemic, by definition, is over.
0: So if the emergencies are gone, <clears throat> doesn't this affect any rules that are still lingering? Some stragglers, scraps in place for travel, universities. There still some workplaces, by the way, and some buildings that are requiring vax cards. I hope so. It's insane that that's even still going on. I hope it puts an end to all
2: those things when it comes, like you said. I mean, travel restrictions that are still out there. Exactly. Or just, you know, if you're walking around a big city, oh, excuse me, uh, where's your vax card, huh? I have no idea.
0: I haven't seen my vax card in two years. (laughs) I mean, I don't know where it is. Still have to believe. You're not going to believe this. Still have to do it to visit my daughter's dorm building in New York City. No. There still? is still a vax card, a literal sign-in for any visitors to show a vax card. Why?
1: You, <laughs> I,
0: I, I said that to a Lawrence kicking me in the shin, going, shut up, shut up. <laughs> she's, dry, she's trying to become an RA next year. Shut up. <laughs> Don't be the trouble parent. Oh my. But I'm like, and I actually said to them last time, a couple of months ago, this is insane. You're still asking for this. It's borderline illegal. No, it's not, sir. City City law. And that's the problem, right? Now, New York City is kind of like its own country. Obviously, it's that big and that powerful. But sure. there's a lot. Of, they, we think that it's all done. There's a lot of small, little left-wing organizations and city commissions throughout the country still demanding this stuff. Who still want to keep you under their thumb forever? Like places, I, I'm assuming
2: Chicago still does this. I don't know for sure, so maybe I shouldn't assume. But I would, you know, say if if New York is still doing that type of stuff, it wouldn't surprise me. If Chicago's right. doing it, I have no confirmation of that.
0: It'll probably be the last holdout, too, is like universities. Couldn't you see it Yeah. Happening? Oh,
2: yeah. Like, you know, big private universities, you know, Ivy League universities. I remember there was a big story out of Rutgers when they were yeah. one of the universities in the Northeast that were, you know, uh, demanding that students had to be vaccinated. You can't. I mean, once this ends, and by ends, I mean the COVID emergency The federal COVID emergency was finally way overdue to come to an end on May 11th. Oh, yeah. So how do you, like you said, how do you justify at that point? Just to say, use the example of your daughter's building. Mm Mm-hmm. How do they justify still asking for a
0: vax card when you go back up there in the summer or something? You know, I even said to them, and this is the point where, where my daughter's mom, Lauren, got mad at me. <laughs> I, I made the point to them. I said, we can go, in fact, we could, we're planning on doing it right now. We can go actually visit her campus right now as visitors, as visiting parents, and I don't need to show any card. Well, there's different as a residence. No, it's, it's not. just insane. And that's the problem. And (laughs) and we've seen this throughout this whole stupid thing is everybody's got their own little different rules. they try. And you know what else? I bet, Diener, we're going to have some kind of lawsuit against the Biden administration for people, for lunatics that still want to keep this going. Oh,
2: absolutely. You want people to do this forever. God. I mean, I'm sure you see it. I mean, I I still see people out there with masks on. I mean, I was at the fair and there were some people walking around with with masks
0: on. How many do you think? If you had, of all the people you saw one day at the fair, what was the percentage? Because I didn't see many. Very, very low. Yeah. I mean, but you're always going to end up seeing it. I mean, honestly, I could probably
2: say less than 1% of people I saw with mask on. Right. But it's funny, when you see it, it catches your eye.
0: Yeah, I you know? know it does now. But you know what? And I always think, I always try to calm down and say, you know, people may have like some sort of health emergency. That's what I try to tell or myself if, too. Or right. if you have somebody at home and that's totally, totally understandable. Yeah, we don't know what's going on with them. But there's another side to this. This is just as true. You'll have people forever that will that will be in masks forever for no justifiable reason. It's they were like, scared yes. to death. It's, it's, it's like the
2: people who are getting their fourth COVID shot, but they, you know and, and they show that they did it while they're wearing their mask. And it's like, what are you doing? Wow. It's, it's almost February. Wow. I mean, of 2023. Why do you still want to live like this?
0: Unbelievable. <clears throat> well, at least we didn't have a boulder crash through our houses. Well, there's that. As far as we know. We're going to have to give some time to this on the other side, but I'll just give you a little sneak preview of what this sounded like it happened in Hawaii on Saturday. I think it's a video we're going to have to put on the morning show blog. I agree. It sounds like I
3: heard the loud boom. Yeah, I say.
0: <laughs> Wait till you hear this story.
3: It sounds like you bomb
0: went off. It's the most unbelievable thing. And then when oh you see the video gosh. on the blog, you're not going to believe it. Thank God people have house cameras, because we get stories like this. That's true. And And they're all okay, by the way. But the lady, by the way, was right next to it in the house. How is that? My good gosh. We'll get to that. Some other headlines, (laughs) too. How scary is that? I know. And a Powerball update, too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you, Jennifer. Well, up and up it goes. Yeah, this guy's right. Here's the Powerball guy. See everybody, Wednesday night. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you back here Wednesday night. Now he's he's rubbing it in, that guy. Oh, yeah. I wonder how much he gets paid. I don't know. (laughs) He's not as good as the Mega Millions guy. No, he's not. I wish this was another Mega Millions rollover for that guy. Oh, that guy's the greatest. (laughs) Mega (laughs) Millions. (laughs) It's just old-style radio pukey voice guy. Oh, yeah, this guy's just like, you know, he's too calm. But anyway, here we are. Yeah, we'll see you in line wherever you get your Powerball tickets. Now I'm sucked into this thing. Six hundred fifty-three million dollars for tomorrow night. Rolling over and, over and over and over and over and over. So tomorrow's the
2: day, and I will not buy tickets. I am holding true. I got one more. I got one more drawing to go, Bill. If I can pass tomorrow night, right. I'm, I'm in the clear for my prediction of seven hundred million by the weekend, and then I'll, then I'll strike. Then it's time.
0: And it's, it could happen. That seemed crazy to me before, but you're right, and I think this is like. I think it's top seven or eight in Powerball drawings. I don't know. What oh, already, whatever. Jeez. But it's it's really growing, and we get these mega jackpots. And they said it was going to happen ever since they added that third night. They yeah, that's Mon- right. Monday drawings. Look at that. Look at look what they did.
2: It just it just rolls over so quickly. I mean, someone doesn't win, all of a sudden it jumps forty million. A couple days later, another yeah. forty million. Before you know it, you're close to a billion dollars. Exactly.
0: Goodness! All right, we've got uh, this going on. Just going to update you on Memphis for a quick second. This is very interesting, and they don't have a real solid reason why, but we know the uh, the horrifying story of Tyree Nichols and the video released, the body cam footage on this past Friday, the beating death, the five officers have been charged, and they've been fired. Now three Memphis EMTs that were on the case are being fired, too, of the death of Tyree Nichols. Very interesting. Memphis Fire Department said the first responders, and these are all quotes from them, violated multiple department policies. They were at the scene earlier this month. Department also said the MTs responded to the call of a, uh, quote, person pepper sprayed. Oh, That's wow. That's how they called it in? Really? That's how the cops called it in? He was just pepper sprayed? Aye, aye, aye. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and didn't perform an adequate patient assessment beyond the pepper spray effects. Of course, the five Memphis police officers were fired. They're later now they're charged with second-degree murder. And that's sparked more protests, more bigger, bigger protests are planned for the weekend in many cities throughout the country. I'm sure some of those got really violent. One in uh, New York City got very violent over the
2: weekend. See, and that's the thing. There's absolutely nothing wrong. In fact, we encourage you know make your voice heard. You're right. Something you're passionate about. You know, I mean, that's that's one of your your rights in this country is to go and protest and make your voice heard. But please keep it peaceful, like real peaceful, not not the CNN version of peaceful.
0: Insane. Just, I mean, just insane. It like, doesn't look, help
2: anybody like when you go is, out and how, do that
0: stuff. How is, uh, you know, destroying police cars in New York City going to mm. help out that cause? Nothing. Th- that's just an excuse for violence. That's stupidity. Yes. And his own family is calling for peace. Right. Amplify that message. Not, not more divide. Unbelievable. Or in the meantime, in the swamp, the Justice Department won't provide details on the special counsel's investigation into President Biden's handling of classified documents. They said that yesterday... They were responding to House Republicans. They said, no, we're not going to talk about it anymore. Our investigation's going on. We won't give you the details. Nice but in, excuse. In the meantime, how important of an issue is it? Big one. Rasmussen just did a national poll, and a majority of voters, including Democrats, believe Biden's mishandling of classified documents is, is qualified as a scandal. Ah, we have an official scandal on our hands then. Big, big response to that one. A majority of Americans saying it absolutely qualifies
2: as one. Well, geez, I mean, you couple that with the the poll that we heard yesterday, which really kind of took me by surprise to Mm -hmm. see this high of a number. I mean, I'm part of the number, but I just didn't think that many people would would respond the way they did when they asked, is the country going the wrong way? 71% said
0: yes. 71. A combination of a bunch of different polls, by the way.
2: Yeah. So it's a couple of polls that don't look so good for old Joe there. Even though the report came out yesterday
0: that said he's preparing to announce his reelection bid. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. mean and Joe's running again. But don't you know? When I heard that too, and I thought about it, and I said, doesn't the current administration and the current president have to say he's running again if he can? Otherwise, you're just you're announcing to the world, even though maybe he is that he's just a lame duck. Kind of yeah. has to say that. I guess so.
2: And then what? Then you just. Back out later on if if you change your mind mm. when they finally convince him not to run when he I, steps down when right exactly <laughs> I'm resigning as president but uh, my reelection
0: campaign <laughs> continues on yeah you know uh, yeah. I'm, ro- I'm going to run again. I'm just taking some time off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, the Morning Show blog is on there, 850wftl.com, and also on the app. But uh, we needed to get to this because it's just a wild story. Now it's, it's going gangbusters all over the place. We have the audio for you, obviously, but this really, truly is one of those things you have to see the video for. Now, this is really loud. Starts off, and it's justifiably loud, though, because this is an incredible video of a boulder actually crashing into a house. In Hawaii. It happened on Saturday. And they have some sort of a house inside house cam where you see everything clear as day. Yeah. And the lady you hear from first was standing right next to the area where it crashed through the wall of the house. It looks like a... At first, it looks like a car coming in. It does. Yes, you're right. It's a
2: shocking video. I'm going to put it up on the Morning Show blog as soon as possible for you. All right. Starts off loud. I'm just warning
0: you. I
3: heard the loud boom. (laughs) And apparently the boulder... Passed right in front of me. I didn't see it. All I heard was the boom and then somebody asking me if I was okay.
0: What do you mean somebody? It's somebody in your house. I mean, my gosh. She, You want ne- right next? It goes right in front of her. Why does not this woman sound
2: shocked, by the way? She doesn't sound shaken. <laughs> she doesn't sound upset. It's just I heard a loud boom and I saw it afterwards and they asked if I was okay. Lady... A giant Indiana Jones-sized boulder just rolled through your house and almost crushed you.
0: I oh think because <laughs> these people are used to volcanoes. You know <laughs> where like the molten, melted earth comes shooting it's... up through the through the ground and into the sky. Wow, it's it is wild. Uh, she was he- just heading into her living room when the massive boulder crashed through the wall. And then they have, and you'll see in the video we have in the blog. And then they focus in on the boulder like a still shot. Right. It, it's like the size of a car.
2: It is. It really does. It looks like the boulder from from Indiana Jones, honestly. <laughs> that chases down Harrison Ford in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I, you got to hear that thing coming, too, right? Like oh, yeah. Like, if she's walking to the living room, you probably you have to hear some type of rumbling sound and think, what is that sound? And all of a sudden, boom! <laughs> the Goodness. only thing
0: that would... They have Powerball in Hawaii, right? I think so. Because <clears throat> this is a lady that should play. Yes. And it would be the most awesome story of all time, even she though Jen, Jen would hate her. <laughs> Lady almost crushed by Boulder wins Powerball. And then Jen's reaction would be, oh, of course
2: she wins. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just her luck? Oh, what a coincidence.
0: <laughs> by the way, Jen's back this time next week. That's right. Just a, a week to go. Yeah. I'm looking at some of the comments on the, the YouTube video, which we're going to post for you. Some of these people said, this one guy goes, the rubble is literally sliding on her shoes. <laughs> It's true, man. It got really close to just squashing this lady. Other people saying she had an angel on her shoulder. <laughs> yeah. bunch of, bunch of expletives. Oh, yeah. Um, just you' walking and all of a sudden. You imagine just walking
2: through your living room and all of a sudden a boulder just comes crashing through your house.
0: And then there's always the trolls that chime in. Oh, of course. <laughs> Some lady goes, if this keeps up, you're gonna have to move to a safer place without loose rocks and volcanoes. I like, mean, it's her fault.
2: Wah, wah. Jeez. Like, <laughs> These people, um, maybe you should move someplace safer. <laughs>
0: Gosh. This is where you're right. It's always trolls. And then there's a bunch of people asking the same question. Why do they have a security camera in their living room? Well, okay. I'll answer why. So that we can put it on the morning show That's blog. Right. That's why. Just in case. By God. A lot of people have security cameras in their house. Yeah, I know. More and more. Yeah. Not only, it started with the ring doorbells outside, but right. inside now, too, for, well, I don't know why, but wow. And then more expletives. You got to see this video, though. It is wild. In the process. We're in the process of putting it up right now. <laughs> All right, more headlines coming up next. Powerball update for you. More Super Bowl commercials leaking. And boy, we know chicken wings are expensive these days. Those have gone up, too, with inflation. Sure. Well, this school worker stole $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. That's a lot of chicken. Oh my god. Turns out it was only six. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> Get that and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. It's the South Florida Morning
3: Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850
1: WFTL. Heard mixed stories from people that some prefer it and some are not only confused by it. Um, I definitely look for the interchanges that are easier to get on and off or have the longer merge lanes.
0: And there's one local driver that our news partner, WPTV, found talking about the diamond interchange thing that's open, Boca Raton. A lot of traffic through it already. It's official.
2: Well, the good thing is we haven't had or heard
0: any disaster stories no. from the first day. No problem. I, you know, I was like half listening to the traffic yesterday and today getting ready to. Work. And some problems on 95 through Uh-oh. Boca Rat- No, nothing so far. All right, good. So now that that's open and so being called a success by the Florida Department of Transportation, are you ready for oh, four boy. more planned diverging diamond interchanges in Palm Beach County and two on the Treasure Coast? They're coming up by me, huh? So, that's, so wait a minute. So that's six in our area, right? Yeah. It took two years to get the Boca one done. It's going to be a long time. My. Can they do them all at the same time? Oh, that would be brutal, though. Right? What I mean, if you have a drive? Well, like you! Yeah. Right? That, can you... Oh, man. I don't know. Gotta <laughs> <Can I> go... <laughs> oh, no. I just hit them all on the way down. All right, so here's the deal. Let's start north. Two diverging diamond interchanges are planned on the Treasure Coast. You ready? Yeah. 95 at Canter Highway in Martin. Big spot. 95 at Gatlin Boulevard in St. Lucie County. Also a big spot. Okay.
2: That's That's right up by me. I know Gatlin very well.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, well, they say that they, they reduce traffic injuries and deaths by a lot in okay. other parts of the country where they've been around. Four other DDIs, they call them, planned at Palm Beach County. Here you go. Ready? 95 at Hypoluxo, Lantana- 10th Avenue and 45th Street. Right here. Really? That's that's my drive just, to work. That's you.
2: You're going to pass all of those. One after the other, they're like, oh, finally, they're done in construction on Lantana. And now they just started on 10th Avenue.
0: Right. As they work their way up. So part of the announcement from the FDOT Jeez. is what's the criteria? Like what area would get one? Where it has heavy volume of left turns on and off highway ramps. Right. Got it. Safety concerns because of left turns at the interchange. And that's okay. pretty much all of them. Yeah. And uh, need to widen the roadway.
2: Well, that pretty much hits all those spots there. Okay. It's going to take a long time, though. I mean, I guess these are in the planning stages. So first got to plan it. Then you got to get the materials and all the contractors
0: and get everything. I mean... That's a lot of construction and a lot of money. Th- I don't know yeah. whether this is part of what got the green light for these things, part of the infrastructure bill. I don't know. Must be. But that's you're talking billions. Sure. For six of these? I, they can't do them all at the same time. I, hope I wonder not. which one
2: they choose first. They could do one though, like you know, in Gatlin up in by me up in Port St. Lucie, <laughs> and then come down here. Yeah, we'll you see know how those it goes. At the same time? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, no, well, they started in Boca. You can't find a more Boca ninety-five and Glades. Can't find a busier spot. Very true. All right, here's another driver. I like I like his thought in the process of the whole thing. He says they can't even figure out regular roads,
1: oh. even with the roundabouts. You know, there's a lot of people who don't know how to use a roundabout properly. <laughs> so all these new differences, even though that it's it's meant to make things better, it's still gonna create some chaos.
0: Is he wrong?
2: No, no he's no. not wrong. <laughs> We see it all the time when when we go through roundabouts. I still get nervous when I come up to a roundabout. like, oh, no, okay, just just keep going. Uh, I'll get off at the right exit, and I'm not going to miss it, or run into somebody. (laughs) I get very scared, very nervous. (laughs) White knuckling. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Putting
2: the flashers
0: on. (laughs) Always very proud of myself when I get out of the roundabout. It's an accomplishment. I did it. All right, well, here's the uh, news out of the swamp yesterday. Good news, except... Why is it still taking so long? Biden administration is set to end two emergencies related to the pandemic, and the end date is May 11th. May 11th. You may be asking, why so long? Well, everybody's asking that question. White House informed Congress both the national emergency and public health emergency will come to a close finally, ending most of the COVID relief money. Wow, see, there you go. That's
2: when they want, yes. they've extended this as far out as they could. Yes, justifying the, the money.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, comes after the World Health Organization. Now, they never say it's the end of a pandemic. They just say, well, yeah, we're at a, quote, transition point. Which means it's over. Yeah, has been over. And yeah, Republicans, yeah, to their credit, they're working to end the emergencies even earlier than that. But I, I don't I mean, know if it's going to go too far. I don't know.
2: I mean, it's 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 overdue. Right. So I just finally, you know, they'll, they'll be able to say, well, you know, no more national emergency and COVID emergency. All that stuff will be in, you know, in the rearview mirror. What three years after it started? Right, because we're talking. What was it? Was mid March, March thirteenth or somewhere in there, when they announced the the pandemic? I, I, was, I was announcing. I was doing a pregame show for a Cardinal spring training game. Wow, we we're doing a pregame show on the, on our brother station there, six forty Fox Sports six forty.
0: No offense. Yes. Who's listening to a pregame show for a spring training game? Well, when we announced that it was a pandemic, that's
1: when it all changed. (laughs) (laughs) And when was
0: the news announced? During a a Cardinals spring training pregame show.
2: I was doing the pregame show with our buddy uh, Andy Slater. Yeah. Yeah. And he was out there. I was, it was in it a,
0: an official Slater scoop. It was actually it was yes,
2: it was a Slater scoop. Wow! I'll never forget. It. I was I was in studio producing it and and co-hosting it, and he was live on the site. And we hear people mulling around behind him, and he goes, "Oh, this just in from the World Health Organization. They have now declared COVID a pandemic." How about that? And I'm just standing there in the studio, and I'm like, "Okay, so now what?" Well, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> no. And then, then we know what happened. Everything got canceled from there. So it's going to be nice when uh, May 11th rolls around. Again, way overdue. They should do this now when that, they can though? say the national emergency for it is over. How
0: about that? Wow. Yeah, you're right. I hope they do end it earlier. But I don't think so. But we'll see. We'll take it as good news anyway, right? Yeah. All right. Well, they're uh, leaking out new Super Bowl commercials. The uh, mayors who made bets and we're talking trash are paying a price. <laughs> All of it gearing up towards February 12th between the Chiefs. And the Eagles, I guess it was the Ohio lieutenant governor who made that trash talking video. Ah, Wasn't okay. that the one that Travis Kelsey he took a shot at him and called him a Jabloni or something? Yeah.
2: He said he he took the uh the line from the rock, he said, No you roll and shut your mouth, you uh, jabroni.
0: <laughs> okay, well the Ohio I think his name is John, I think it's Husted, I think. He said he's gonna he's gonna pay his price uh oh for making the bed.
3: Sent me a little message uh, late last week asking me if I'd like to take a little bet on the game, and and I said sure. And the loser was going to have to wear a, a jersey of the opposite team in the mm. state house, and and uh, so I came up a little short on that one. Okay, so is that's good, not bad
0: though. No, could have been a lot worse.
3: It was a shame to see that officiating oh. and a ah. late call was so influential in that outcome because it was a great game on its own merits and. We could have just played through. It would have been great. Well, that's uh-huh. interesting.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. We've even got the lieutenant governor of Ohio Play? bringing up bringing up the officiating. <laughs> yeah. As everybody else is. I have never heard... Now, everybody complains. You hear it every Monday morning. Sure. Everybody complains about they think their team got rooked because of bad refereeing. But this is one of those cases because so many people watch both of those games complaining yeah. about the refs in the NFL. Even people like you and me. Yeah. yeah we, don't have, we don't have any skin in this game with these no. teams, but... It was bad, it was yeah, it was just it was
2: it was inconsistent, right? You know that's the problem. If you're gonna call games a certain way, you have got to be consistent. And it was just all over the place. It was sloppy. But well, I, he's got to pay up. Maybe maybe that Haueri uh, Travis Kelsey jersey. <laughs> I'm sure that's oh. probably one they're gonna send him. Brutal. After you told him to know his role and shut his mouth. <laughs>
0: yeah, <jabloni>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, more uh, Super Bowl ads leaking out. we got a couple of those coming up. Sad news, we lost uh, Laverne and Shirley star Cindy Williams. Eh, that was a bummer. I know. Shockingly, though, she was almost Princess Leia. Never knew this. Never heard this. That and some headlines next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Appreciate you. The South Florida Morning Show. News Talk 850 WFTL. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Uh, Don't forget, week away. It's it's one week, isn't it? Seven days till Jen comes back. Yeah, that's right. Seven days. This
2: time next week, Jen will be here talking about how she can't believe she still hasn't won the lottery. So I was thinking about this
0: last (laughs) night, too, Diener. Notice how she didn't take it like, ah, let me take one extra Monday.
2: No, that's right. Uh, Coming back on a Tuesday. How do you like that? Wow, what a move. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> there's typical Jens starting off with the four-day week. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs>
1: the
0: master.
2: No, that's that's going to be great. Looking forward to having her back for sure.
0: You're right about the lottery, too. Powerball goes up and up and up. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you back here Wednesday night. Yeah, see you in line at Publix or wherever you <laughs> get your lottery tickets. I can't stop playing now. I just keep getting groupers, though, and they're in there, so I was going to play it anyway. I, have you won any of the crazy little cash games in your uh, grouper there? I always win like two dollars on that. I I had never heard of it before the grouper thing where they had they stuff like ten games. in Yeah, it. cash pop. Oh, the cash pop. Yeah, love that. What, what it is, how you play normally, but I always get
2: something. <laughs> just, you get it and you win a couple bucks and it's like cool. It. Don't know how this
0: works. Right, <laughs> but I'm winning, so I win 2 I'm eight bucks in the hole oh. every time. <laughs> But it's for education. It's okay. (laughs) That's how we'll justify this. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, What is it tomorrow night? $653 million from tomorrow night. So the billboard tells me. I'm with you. You said it earlier this morning. I'm exactly with you. I don't check it like overnight or at the time or this morning. Only when I drive by the billboard. Yep. I like the excitement of looking over to the right when I pass the Lake Worth billboard over
2: the bridge. That's right. What is it telling me? And as soon as I hit, like for me, because I'm coming south. Right. As soon as I hit like PGA area or even like mm. North Lake, I'm like, okay, here we go. The anticipation builds. There you go. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get to that billboard here. Let's see right. what it is. It's always very exciting. It's a little thrill for me in the morning. It <laughs> doesn't take much. No,
0: no it doesn't. It doesn't take much to entertain our little brains. <laughs> Especially that time. Exactly. Uh, sad news, and is it just me, or has 2023 been full of the the cool celebrities we're losing? Yeah. I don't like this at all. Well, that's Laverne and Shirley star Cindy Williams. She died last week. Her family kind of just announced the news last night, really. Uh, she was 75. Really, really sad. She had done a lot of good stuff. Obviously, Laverne and Shirley was the biggest one, but she was in two movies before that that were nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars, American Graffiti in 73, Francis Ford Coppola's The Conversation. It was kind of like an indie film in 74. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she did an interview where she talked about how Laverne and Shirley came to be. It was a spinoff of Happy Days. I forgot about that. Think of all the spinoffs they had. They had um, Joni Loves Chachi. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. You know, Laverne. Yeah. Did, didn't, uh, wasn't Al? That? Wasn't it? Who was the other guy? The guy with the diner. Wasn't that? Wasn't, it was Al, right? I think was so. That wasn't that, that a side thing that didn't really go anywhere? Yeah, I don't think it lasted too long. Anyway, she's talking about how it came to be.
2: ABC loves this show. And we said, what show? And they said, they love you and Penny and they want to do a spinoff. And we didn't know what One, a spinoff two, was. One, two,
3: three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Incorporated. Now they're
2: both gone. You know.
3: Man,
0: that's sad.
2: I did. I, it, it's, I hate to say when I, I forget when someone died, but I did. I forgot that Penny Marshall had passed away back in late
0: 2018. Yep. It's sure it been a while. I know. It has been. Yeah, that's just sad. But Shame. let's play what if for a second, because you may sure. not have known this. I remember hearing this a long time ago, and I had heard different stories back and forth that she was offered the role and turned it down, and then other things that she just didn't get it, they didn't like her too much, but she actually auditioned to become Princess Leia. She did? I had never heard this before. What if Shirley was Princess Leia? Honestly,
2: I could have seen her as as the character. Here's the audition.
1: When little R2 has been safely delivered to my forces, you'll receive your reward. You have my guarantee.
0: Wow. It's a barn burner. It's a barn burner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the only scene they had. I guess the, that's the one they gave her. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. You
2: know, she's probably just practicing. Wow. How
0: about that? By
2: the way, side note, real quick yes. since we're on the subject. Let me just ask you this is a, a question We just want to see how you answer. Is Bob, is Bob Barker alive or dead? He's just, alive. He is alive. Oh, yeah. So you're in the know. Dude, this was a thing like last week. Everyone was freaking out because it was like half of the population on social media was going, wait, Bob Barker died like five years ago. And then the other half was like, no, he's still alive. He's 99 years old. I thought he was dead. I don't well, know what's going on. He's been so far out of the scene, right? Maybe that's what it is. He just He just thought he was dead. I just thought, I remember hearing that he had passed away, but... And then everyone starts going, this is the Mandela effect. Uh, d- it's right. happening. It does seem like he's somebody that would be gone, sadly. Yeah. But no, no, he's definitely... He's hanging around. I'm not trying to push him off the ledge or anything. I love Bob
0: Barker. Went behind the scenes and met him like 15 years ago, I think. Is he tall? He seems tall. He's tall, guy. You know, good-looking guy, personable. It was... Uh, he was kind of losing it then. I hate to oh, say no, it, really? But that, was, that was a long time ago.
3: Oh,
2: it was kind of...
0: His off- I was in his office. Really? At the show.
2: They were, right. they,
0: they were literally rolling Plinko down the hall. What were you doing there? The game. We, we was, it was at CBS <laughs> Studio City, but we were in town. We were doing the, they were One year, they put the ACMs, Academy of Country Music Awards, in L.A. Got it. Okay. And we got a hold of some sort of studio tour or whatever it was and just talked our way into something. Fantastic. And we're like waiting for something. I said, is that Plinko? <laughs> and it's on, it's, it's on a dolly. Wow. A rolling wooden dolly. That's all it is it's all beat up in the back. And, yeah, it's legendary. And the, the person I was on the show with went out to touch it, and the guy goes, don't touch Plinko. <laughs> it was like, it was like a, you don't touch the Lombardi trophy That's or right. like the, you know, the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> don't touch Plinko. <laughs> Hands off. And then Bob's office was oh shag blue carpet and, and fake wood paneling. I could see that. Whew. Matches.
2: Yeah. I'm, I assume he was a nice guy. Oh, beautiful guy. Yeah. He's kind of out of it. Hate to say it. It happens.
0: Yeah, it does. (laughs) I'm out of it. We all are. (laughs) Told you this was going to happen, Diener. They're leaking out the Super Bowl commercials way too early. It's all happening. Every year it's earlier and earlier. First of all, Dave Grohl is in one. That's good news, right? Love him. It's uh, for Crown Royal. Two things I love. Foo Fighters and Crown Royal. There you go. (laughs) Not much. He's just practicing saying thank you a bunch of different times. Why? I don't know why. We're good?
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's good? Thank you.
0: That might be it. That oh. might be the entire commercial, but I'm not too sure. It's just like a five-second spot for Crown Royal? That's it. They got the money to pay for more. We know that. That's I know. What, they pay him for that? Yeah, really. And then you got this one. What a weird combination. Sarah McLaughlin, who was a singer, you know. Let's not forget, it's not just the sad animal it's, it's, ASPCA it's, it's commercials. Yeah. She had a career <laughs> combined with Bush Light. Why? And they're actually spoofing the sad animal commercials she does. Oh, no. But I'm hoping at some point there's some kind of promotion for them to help people with Mm -hmm. the animals, right? I don't know. (laughs) This is how
3: it goes. Three things are required in the great outdoors. Food. Drink. And shelter.
0: Oh, Oh,
2: no. There it
3: is. I'm Sarah McLaughlin. for just dollars a day. You can help.
0: And when we all hear oh, those commercials, you oh know no. what's coming. right? Like a, like a two-minute-long commercial of can't, the sad. Can't do it. I always feel bad for changing.
3: Well, they're actually spoofing yeah. it. Hopeless animals find shelter. <laughs> Wrong shelter, Sarah. Also, that's a wolf. Head for the
2: mountains. <laughs> it's pretty good. Didn't see that combination. No, no me, me neither. Wow. I can't watch those commercials. It's too much. Oh, my God, I know. And aren't they all, like, two minutes long? Yeah, it's so long. And then you go to put it back, you're like, okay, it's got to be over now. No. And you put it back, and there's still sad
0: puppies. <laughs> oh, it's like, so pets. please. <laughs> I know she does great work, but, oh, jeez, that's know. rough. I know. Oh. <laughs> all right, we've got, uh, we've got more headlines coming up next. Uh, they're closing more of possibly one of your favorite retail stores, Bed Bath & Beyond. Oh, man. I think that whole thing is just going away. Yeah. We've got that. And uh, Joe Biden says, we are not sending F-16s to Ukraine. Yet. For, yeah, for now. Yeah. At more coming up next. The self-loader Morning Show. Keep it here. It's time to play America's favorite jackpot game, this time. 6.53 tomorrow night. See you in line, everybody. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> you know me. I'm still holding out. So that was about right, though. You guessed it, because what were we at? 6.13? Yeah, yeah. So it's up. About, it's jumping up about $50 million each time. Yeah, like,
2: like 40 to $50 million each time. So that would put us just right at about 700 So according, according Give to take. your calculations, you're exactly right. Are you a little ahead of time? Just, just a little bit. Yeah, I was thinking by Friday, because we, when we spoke about this on Friday, I said, we're going to stand here next week on Friday with a near $700 million jackpot, if not $700 million. Wow. And so if no one hits tomorrow... My uh, prediction will come true, and then I'll then I'll feel lucky because I got it right. So then I'll go buy tickets on the weekend, <laughs> and then I'll lose. I
0: won money. <laughs> no. no, no, just that nobody was gonna win. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> My stupid prediction. Well, maybe if you win that, you can win Bed Bath and Beyond because I think you can oh? pretty much buy all their stores now. They're closing more, hundred forty two more throughout the country. That brings it to nine forty nine. Wow, what's left? I, I honestly I didn't know they had that many. Why did Bed Bath and Beyond fall so far off? Course, what happened? I always thought that store did pretty well. You know that the the, the culprits—I shouldn't say the culprit, but the people
2: that uh, we always blame—is uh, Amazon, yeah, right? I mean, exactly. Every, we always point the finger at Amazon because it's, so, it's so easy to buy anything on there. And really, Bed Bath and Beyond—the Beyond—is like the random things you find on Amazon. So,
0: Beyond was always a roll uh, yeah. of the
2: dice. Yeah. What's back there? Oh, that's beyond. (laughs) You can find a shower cap or a universal remote. You never knew.
0: never knew you were going to come across. Whatever's on the end cap display. Yeah. Well, here's a company that's doing pretty well for itself. Although, everybody say, oh, Pfizer is expecting sales to drop this year. Oh, no. Poor Pfizer. After posting an all-time high, as you can imagine, last year, the pharmaceutical giant said sales were just over 100, $100 billion. Oh, my gosh. That's an off year. Yeah, yeah, right. Half of that came thanks to its COVID vaccine and antiviral uh, medication. Obviously, despite that, the projections way, uh, just say, revenue this year would could fall by up to a third. Oh, uh, boy, mm. they're just paupers now. They'd be on the side of the street in no time asking for money. Do you ever think about this with all the, the vax injury stories that are out there now and the increased risk of myocarditis and they're trying to calculate all of this right now? What kind of legal team does Pfizer have in-house? What kind of attorneys, what kind of just a whole legal division do they have? I was
2: going to say, it's probably just an entire division. Like, they have their own floor on the Pfizer corporate building. And
0: probably worked into this when they came out with the vaccine was going to be, they knew that there would be pushback against it eventually, legitimate or frivolous lawsuits. Either way, they know that they're going to be hit with them. Right. Down the road, they had to know that that was going to be baked into the whole pie here. They might have their own law building, honestly. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. I can only imagine the stuff that they come across on a daily basis. There is another reason why their profit's, profits probably going to go down. The Biden administration made a big announcement yesterday to end two emergencies related to the pandemic. But the ending isn't going to happen until May 11th. Squeeze out the last dimes of the pandemic money, Just a, right? Yeah, exactly. Last few dollars. White House informed Congress that both the national emergency and public health emergency will come to an official close, even though for most people in the country it's been over already. Mm-hmm. And that ends most of the COVID relief money. That's a big deal. That's why they had to kind of like sort this out and who while well, they wrap up the last checks. Comes after the World Health Organization. They didn't come out and say, and they'll never say, well, that's the end of the pandemic. no. They pretty much just called it. Well, we're in a transition period now. When would it be convenient
2: for the who? Because you know, obviously, for the Biden administration to do this, it's a nice sign. It's a good thing to see. Right, it'll be nice for it to happen. It's way overdue, and they should just do it right now. But mm-hmm. I understand why they're not because of money. But what when do you think is going to be convenient for the who to finally come out and say, "All right, the pandemic is over"?
0: Never. They'll never say that. Never. No, they'll never say it. And they're right, saying there's never been a virus that actually goes away. No, of course not. They just know how to treat and manage all of them that come right. across, you know. Because so they keep on morphing and all that other stuff. But they'll never say the pandemic's over.
2: So they'll just say that. Uh, wow. Well, we're just basically going to live under a pan- pandemic rule from the WHO for, for the rest of our lives. We're still transitioning. Right, right. So
0: that's all they're saying.
2: 2042, well... You know, COVID, after its 40-second uh, uh, mutation, <laughs> we're, we're still uh, in a transition period
0: for point. COVID. That's a good point you bring up, Diener. What? I wonder what they, I mean, if they wanted to, they all of these m- mutations have names, right? Right. Remember Omicron and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. I wonder what the current mutations, I'm sure it's plural, of COVID-19 are right now. And number, what, what number we're on? There was that strange one. Remember, uh, Jimmy Fallon did that song. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was like something
2: about like 1.102 or whatever it was. It didn't even have like a cool name. It was it was like something you would name an asteroid. It was just like a bunch <laughs> of numbers.
0: <laughs> that song was a mutation. Yeah, it Remember was. We were making fun of it. Wow. Oh my God. Well, uh, speaking of uh, the Biden administration, he made one ca- a one-word answer yesterday. Reporters got to him when he was returning to the White House, and they said, this resident rumor is we're going to be sending F-16s to Ukraine. Any, any truth to that? And he said, no. Not happening. That was it. Just no. A it's one-word it's... answer. Well, that's nice to hear. Right. But I just don't believe it's
2: going to continue to be no.
0: I don't think so either. But <laughs> who knows? He also said at one point if we send uh, anti-defense missiles... To Ukraine. That would start World War III. Well, we, we've sent them.
2: We sent those. We sent tanks. And I think we will end up sending those jets probably by the summer. Mm-hmm. If things are still going the way that they're going by then, in the next five, six months, I could definitely see us sending F-16s. Why, why not? We've done everything else. You're going to tell me I should believe that we're going to stop now? Right. Give me a break.
0: I, I could see it happening for sure. Right. In the meantime, related to the Ukraine-Russia war, Boris Johnson, former British Prime Minister, has a crazy story that he's telling in a new BBC documentary. He says he was personally threatened by Vladimir Putin before the war even began. Well, that's not good. Let's have <laughs> him tell it. This is what he says.
3: He threatened me at one point and said, you know, uh, Boris, I don't want to hurt you, but uh, with a missile it would only take a minute or something like that. You know, oh, Something like that. Something so, along so, those so lines. So. Something
0: like, I don't remember exactly. Okay, if somebody threatened me personally with a <laughs> missile strike... And I think he was talking about all of the UK, oh, I think. Gosh. I think I would remember exactly word for word what he would say in detail, I'm pretty sure. Imagine, I mean, that
2: just goes to show you the types of conversations that this man has or had. Like I don't know, we were just having some pate, and he mentioned about shooting a missile at me or something.
0: And also, probably <laughs> came from a translator. Yeah, that's So true you're looking too. at Putin, and you know how it goes, it's always awkward, and then you look at the translator... And he says, I would threaten you, would take a minute. And he looked back at Putin, <laughs> and he's, st- he's sitting there looking at you stone-faced. Could you imagine being in
2: that situation? Like, let's just say you're Putin, right? Right. And you have now decided to say through your translator, I can take you out in a minute with a missile. And you say <laughs> that to your translator, and you know what the translator's about to say, and you just have to sit there and wait. And wait for the reaction. Right. That must be the most awkward thing ever. Like, I wonder how he's going to take this when he hears that I just said I can take him out
0: with a missile in one minute. That's why Jen always says, and she's right about this, that theory she has about the best movie plot ever of a translator like that could, if they just wanted to end it all. Yeah. End the world, I mean, could start World War Three in a minute. Oh, By yeah. Just, that translator could look at both of them and say, uh... The president says he has just launched missiles. You should probably get back to London right now. <laughs> he could totally lie and no one would know.
2: It's going to be a good movie. I see Ben Affleck in it. Maybe uh, it's Mike, Michael <laughs> Bay uh, could could
0: direct it. We're going to call it The Translator? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Translator. It's already right up the script. Green light it. <laughs> Done. So this BBC documentary is coming out. It, uh, I, I guess, is from Bojo's perspective of the war. I don't know. But he's claiming that the this particular conversation happened a year ago. A call, a call before Russia even invaded Ukraine. That's uh, it's a little frightening, isn't it? And, of course, the BBC went to uh, the Kremlin, the spokesperson. They're always a lot of fun to get it. Can you confirm or deny? Absolutely not true. Of course, sir. It would have taken less than a minute.
2: <laughs>
0: Men with crazy hair is lying. He misunderstood. We he said <laughs> 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> What a crazy story that is. All right, speaking of the end of the world, boy, that's a dark topic, isn't it? Well, you know. There's some crazy cat on Twitter who claims that he asked Alexa when World War III is going to start. Yeah. She gave him an answer. She did. Supposedly. That's what they say. Okay. (laughs) You can believe it or not. We've got that Super Bowl stuff to talk to, hopefully just to lighten it up a little bit. Coming up next, the Self-Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Show news talking 50. WFTL, we got a real animal Wild Kingdom mystery coming out of Texas, Steiner. but it's okay. There's a South Florida connection, of course, is our pal, friend of the show, the true pet detective. Ron McGill from Zoo Miami is on the case.
2: He is on the case, and that makes me feel good
0: because something is afoot in the Dallas Zoo, Bill. Now, first of all, that's a big zoo. Yeah, true. Secondly, this is a sad story if this is going on, and it might kind of unveil, you know, some of these underground exotic pet rings that are actually out there. So, This is what's going on, and it's a national story now. The Today Show was talking about it this morning, actually. It's a mustached monkey caper. Oh, no. Monkey business at the Dallas Zoo. Two Emperor Tamarin monkeys, and if you've ever seen them, they're really cool looking. They have like, you remember Raleigh Fingers, the baseball player with a handlebar mustache? Sure. Looks like they have those. Big white mustache. They're really cool looking. Well, they've come up missing. Um, The zoo says the habitat had been intentionally compromised. Aha! Uh-huh. And there's a trail of problems here. Before this, there's a clouded leopard who escaped her enclosure after it had been tampered with. The enclosure, that is. Similar, she found it a habitat for different monkeys. Something going on, and Ron McGill is not happy about this, is what he says.
1: I find it very hard to believe that all of these incidents are coincidence. Huh. Or that all of these incidents are the result of you know, human error or defective equipment. Um, the more I hear about this, the more I think that there is malintent behind it. Talking about a big zoo here, with
0: a lot of security cameras, everything. How does this happen? See that? I was just thinking that they can't check
2: any of these cameras. I know. Isn't that crazy? I mean, what's going on? If someone's this is some type of inside job, I, I you would think it would be pretty easy to catch whoever's behind
0: this, because otherwise, how are these animals getting out? I don't know. It's got to be some sort of maybe an inside job. That's what I'm thinking, right? We've got him on the case. They've got other... Obviously, it's a it's a big investigation happening yeah. here. Because you don't want this happening there or to any other zoos across the country.
2: Right. It's sad sad. Just, you know, like the New York Zoo or the San Diego Zoo or something like that. Right. Dallas, is yeah, it's, it's, that's a big deal. A lot of tourists go there.
1: Wow. Man,
2: hmm. these rare exotic animals go missing one right after
0: the other. Yeah, something's not right there. If anybody can figure it out, it'd be Ron McGildo, our guy. <laughs> the pet detective. That's him. Not to make this all Texas-related, but this is an important story, and another one that affects the entire country. There's a new border czar from the state of Texas, and this guy means business. Good. He he is badass. They introduced him at a a press conference yesterday with the governor, Greg Abbott, right along his side and right right at the border. Uh, His name is uh, Mike Banks. He's a large fella. He's not messing around, and he says right here the whole goal is to make it very undesirable for migrants to even come to Texas. Number one priority is to make the state of Texas the least desirable place for illegal immigration to cross. I don't think it's going to be a very difficult transition at all, right? It's just we just need to be more aggressive. Mm, more aggressive might mean maybe not in the construction of border wall, but apparently they're going to hire a lot of Border Patrol agents that are just under the jurisdiction of the state of Texas. And there's rumor out of Texas that they're just going to scoop up migrants, send them right back. To Mexico on their own. It's, not just completely. The first state we've had that's pretty much just ignoring the federal government. That's what you got to do. I mean,
2: if, if that's what it takes to get their attention to do something, then sorry, because they're not helping at all. No. So they got to do something on their own. And if it's this is what it's come down to, then by all means. I mean, because you have a record amount of legal immigration, That's it's an influx of immigrants from different South Southern American countries just coming across the border. There and, you know, they, cities can't handle that. No. Not all at once. 250,000 coming across here and there. Are you insane? And these little border towns get
0: inundated. New York gets inundated because they get sent over there. Chicago. Oh, did you see New York, by the way? They had placed them in some sort of a hotel and their migrants are refusing to leave. Right. Right. Because they said, we're not going back to that holding facility where you put us because that was just like inhumane. And now they've
2: taken over this hotel and they're yeah. trashing the hotels. Wow. They don't follow any, any of the rules. But it's
0: inhumane to everybody. I mean, it, it's you know, when they opened this up and the, this administration actually ran on the concept of we're open for business again. Remember? Th- I'll never forget oh, yeah. that line. Yes, yeah, it's open for business again. That's right. They opened the board. All they had to do was nothing it would have been that much better off. But they didn't want to do nothing, because that wasn't the goal. And that is the
2: most, you're right, that's always been the most ironic thing. Well, it's inhumane not to help these people. It's inhumane to do what you're doing. You
1: invited
0: Which, them under false uh, premise that it was going to be y- utopia here.
2: Right, and then they just come here with nothing, with no resources. you just letting them come across. Wow. And no one's
0: there to do anything for them. <laughs> We're all border states, though, and whoever it was that coined that phrase was brilliant. I don't know if it was DeSantis's team or not, but it's absolutely true. At Every point, single yeah. state is affected by this. And kind of a different set of circumstances for South Florida. It's gotten the attention of Alejandro Mayorkas, Homeland Security Chief. He was uh, stopping by Miami yesterday to talk about our special
1: set of concerns. We have seen too much tragedy when people take to the seas. And that is why we are so devoted to building lawful and safe pathways for them.
0: But how, you're, let's, let's say you're a southern border state, though, and you see the priority going to Florida. It's good for us. Sure. I get that. But how do you feel when you see them do that? oh it feel like what? Why, like Hello? why is that why is that a concern and the southern borders not this is the same guy that says the borders secure oh is it yeah right remember that they go
2: over there Well, oh, the borders secure uh the the migrant facilities are doing just fine they're not overrun everything's fine here oh uh, yeah nothing to see here look the other way but you're right I mean I'm glad they're paying attention to one issue wow. which is you know the border issues here mm-hmm. but they they. If they could just take that same approach for the entire country, they would be a lot better off.
0: Yeah, you'd hope so anyway, right? Mm. All right, in the meantime, not to—I was hoping that—we usually have the last story in the segment, a nice, uplifting story. Well, I, there's no way There's no way to, to paint this as that. <laughs> there's some guy—I and I think they're actually using that. There's this program you can use to make Alexa say whatever you want, you know, the Amazon device. Uh, tell me that they're doing this. This couldn't just be an Amazon glitch, right? It has to be, yeah. <clears throat> there's a guy— That has asked Alexa when World War III is going to start. Alexa either knows something that's going on or this was set up. This guy put it on Twitter, and Alexa has a very specific answer. Not only a date, a time. Was not expecting that. And we looked it up. It happens to be Thanksgiving this year. Sure is. Okay.
3: World War III starts on November 23rd, 2023 at 6.05 p.m. when Russia launches an attack against Germany. Russia and Germany?
2: Great. So that means when you're sitting there, you're having now your seconds, right? Right. This is your second Thanksgiving at six oh five. You've decided to go ahead and make that plate of turkey. And by the way, one game will all be already be done. Yes, that's right. Like that's the right. Cowboys game will already be done. We'll be <laughs> we'll be heading towards the nightcap of the NFL. Yeah. And you're getting ready for your pies and your dessert. And then breaking news: World War Three has broken out. Great, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Alexa, for letting us know. Well. I'd look up and say,
0: give me the rest of that pie.
2: (laughs) There was a video that came out. I don't know if you saw this. It was the funny—just the the guy's reaction. It was a terrible prank. I I don't know how they did it, but this family played a prank on this guy. They're watching a Denver Broncos game. They're sitting in the house, this guy's sitting there eating a nice big bowl of ice cream while he's watching the Broncos game. And somehow they came out with this video— it interrupted the, the the game that they were watching. Oh. And it was like this national emergency video with, you know, the tone and everything that you would hear for, you know, this is only a test. Oh, but man. this time it was, this is an actual emergency. Nuclear missiles are on their way heading to this city, that city. To Denver. Yeah. And he's still, <laughs> oh he's, still sitting, he's eating his ice cream. He's like, I knew it. And he's still, <laughs> <laughs> and he's still scooping ice cream in his mouth. I knew it. Bleep it. Bleeping Biden. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> he's just eating his ice cream. And it's He's like, well, should we do something? He's like, I don't know what to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's just finishing his bowl of ice cream. Not gonna stop him from eating the oh, ice cream, it was though. Fantastic! And then he realized that it was a prank. I'm like, that is just a cruel thing to do. Jeez. Okay, but also impressive that they could hack into the TV and just go to a different input and have the preloaded video ready to go. Amazing! I don't know how they did it, but <laughs> oh God, God bless that guy. He was not
2: concerned enough to put the ice cream down. <laughs> <laughs> he kept
0: going. Shouldn't we do something? No,
2: why? Yeah, I just finished my chocolate here.
0: <clears throat> all right, well, <laughs> <clears throat> he was lucky. Not as lucky as this lady, though. We'll have the audio for you again. An amazing video on the morning show blog. This this uh, boulder crashed through this house in Hawaii. It missed her butt, like some of the dust lands on her feet. Uh, it's, it's one of the damnedest videos I've ever seen in my life, where honestly. What do you, you hear? This. we got some headlines and a Powerball update all next. The Self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News
1: Talk 850 WFTL. Heard mixed stories from people that some prefer it and some are not only confused by it. Um, I definitely look for the interchanges that are easier to get on and off or have the longer merge lanes.
0: haven't met anybody personally from yesterday that actually has gone through that diamond interchange, the new one in Boca. Oh, no, sure. 95 and Glades, but I'm sure we're going to hear pretty soon. I'm still
2: concerned about this. I know we didn't hear anything, you know, bad. We didn't hear any no. disasters from it yesterday when Everything it opened up. Everything's
0: fine. They, uh, they delayed the opening, I guess, but it's all it's it's up and running. Oh,
2: okay, everything's well, fine. That's just the whole idea of it concerned me. A change that's going to be a little confusing at first. Right. I know it's going to streamline things and make it more efficient in the end. But you got to understand, South Florida has some of the notoriously worst drivers in the country. <laughs> so when you put something in there like that. Kind of complicates
0: the issue. So the Department of Transportation says that design has been shown to improve safety throughout interchanges throughout the country. Big numbers. Big numbers. I hope so. So with that good news, once they finally got one (laughs) open, they had another big announcement. More are coming to South Florida. You ready? No. Six altogether. Oh, boy. Now, hold on a second. This took two years to get the Boca one done. I get it's a busy intersection. It's Glades, and they had to get the other stuff, and that other off-ramp going on there, and they're widening. But that was two years. Yeah.
2: All these going to take as long? I think this is going to be like a 15-year process, to be honest with you. Because then you have to plan it. All right. You have to, I mean, you got to go through all the city planning and, and all that stuff and get all the materials. You're going to build six of these? Yes. Then I can do it at the same time. I mean, not when you hear the locations. That There's no way.
0: Be awful. Could you imagine? Okay, so just like that, <laughs> they call them DDIs. Oh, okay. Those in the industry call oh. them DDIs. Wow, fancy. Four of them planned for Palm Beach County. Here you go. Not they're all on ninety-five. At Hypaluxo, Lantana. Yes. Tenth Avenue. Yes. And forty fifth Street, right which we're looking at right now. Beautiful, right where we get off.
2: Every day to come here. <laughs> and those are all spots that you pass, by the way. This is my whole ride.
0: Oh no. I'm sorry. I'm gonna start taking tri wheel <laughs> It's gonna I'm take me four you. hours to get to, to get to work. I'll leave the house at 2 in the morning. I'll be calling you and Jen. Yeah, we're stopped again. Can you come pick me up again?
2: Yeah. I'm somewhere in Lantana. Somewhere in the-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lost in Lantana. Oh, no. It's going to affect you guys, too, though. Two of them are coming to the Treasure Coast. You ready? Yeah. 95 at Canner. Yeah, I know that well. And so does Jen. Yep. And in Martin County, 95 at Gatlin. Yeah, that's right up by me. Right there in St. Lucie. Yeah, uh, St. Lucie County. That's St. Lucie County, right. Wow.
2: Nice Bass Pro Shop over there. Is there? Oh, yeah. I love Bass Pro Shop.
0: <laughs> All right. Here's the, here's the criteria you got to meet for the following, which is pretty much every intersection I can think of. This is what the FDOT says Heavy volume of left turns on and off the highway ramps. Isn't that everybody? I feel like it is. Safety concerns related to left turns at the interchange and the need for widening the roadway. How much? My God, how many billions? And I mean billions of dollars. Did they get in funding for these things? A lot. And I can see, especially
2: here at 45th Street, because you and I deal with that you know, 95 on and off ramp every day. Oh, oh yeah. So I could see how something like this would come in handy to streamline the process, make it safer and everything. Because I think about that all the time. I mean, when you get on, like if you're going south, north is a little bit easier mm. if you're going on 95. But if you're going south on 95 from, from 45th Street, it's a free-for-all. I mean, there's people coming. They're they you know you turning left. You're coming from the right. There's
0: like three merge lanes. Everyone's trying to guess who's coming in where. It's always the merge, and it's always timed where traffic is going east on four, only if you've ever been on 45th Street, you know exactly what we're talking about. Yes. Traffic going east merges with people going on turning in front of you who are ready to go south on 95. It's very every confusing. single time. Yeah. It, it never changes. I'm surprised. And, and I always get the people who stop. <laughs> oh no! It's not a stop sign.
2: <laughs> and I'm surprised because we have seen accidents at that spot many times. I'm surprised there's not more. Thankfully, there aren't. But So I could see how something like this would help in that spot. It's just, man, it's going to take some getting used to, and that construction is going to be rough when they
0: start that. It's going to take some time, yeah. that's for sure. All right, here's a guy that's more in line with you. Here's another driver that our news friends at Channel 5 found.
1: Even with the roundabouts, you know, there's a lot of people who don't know how to use a roundabout properly. So all these new differences, even though that it's it's meant to make things better, it's still gonna create some chaos.
0: I love that guy, and he's right. He's, he's he wants to talk about the roundabout issue. Roundabouts terrify me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I come across those things, I'm like, oh no, here we go, here we go. He makes a good point, though. How long have those been around? My God, we still haven't figured those out. Yeah. Come on! All the little exits, and it's hard too when you're using the GPS and you're in the roundabout. Take a right here, and it's like, well, where is it is? There, no, I just missed it. And you gotta go <laughs> around again. <laughs> it's rough.
0: Anyway, well, get just, ready for more of those. Yeah, just
2: get used to it. It'll be,
0: it'll be good in the end. <laughs> no, it will. I guess it will. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> and we were just talking about this, and sure enough, here it is: the Bed, Bath, and Beyond Company. I like that store.
2: Yeah. I don't know why. But you know why? It's fun. you could stack up all the coupons. Yeah, the 20% off the
0: giant cardboard things that come in the mail. Maybe that's why they're broke. Oh,
2: no. Are they done? Bed Bath & Beyond
0: is preparing to file bankruptcy. Oh. No. As soon as this week, according to uh, Reuters. Cited four sources familiar with the matter. Yeah, they're all inside the company. Yeah, really? They said to be exploring last-ditch options to avoid bankruptcy, oh. but store closing sales could begin as soon as this weekend. Oh, wow. I guess I saw one report. Uh, they're up to 949 store closures. You know, you told me that earlier, and I thought, how are there going to be any
2: more left? I didn't know there were that many to begin with. What a shame. That Bath to me. I mean, look, do I go there? No. And I'm sure if you're listening, you probably don't go there very much either. So I really don't. Yeah, you're right. You know, I, I get it. You know, you, you stop going to a lot of stores. Really, the only stores I go to now are Publix, Target, or, or Walmart. That's it.
0: It's very different. You, know, you look at all these plazas, and I don't know what it means long term for these commercial real estate places, but It's different. I know, and you know, not every plaza, but a lot of them. Bed, Bath, and Beyond was the anchor store. Yeah, here goes that. Boy, that's that's a big one, man. Bed, Bath, and Beyond—they've been
2: around for a long time. Sure have. And it's just a fun story. It's one of those stories you can kind of get lost in it. You know, you can get some bed sheets, and then ooh, there's that foot massager I've always thought about. Hey, there's that Universal TV remote that we were talking about getting. And an egg timer and some drywall. <laughs> and some a- drywall
0: egg timer. You never know what can they have. A, what's on special at the the end cap? <laughs> you just never know. What's uh, hey? Uh, what's the beyond part? Nobody asks about beyond. Can't go in there. That's beyond the curtain. That's don't right. Even, don't even. You got to be 21 to go back there. <laughs> so that's gonna be it. Huh? They're just gonna they're gonna fold up shop. That's it. I think and they're done? I think they're done. Well, they're trying to avoid it, but I think they're done. Another keep, another retail store gone.
2: And then you know what happens, right? Everybody goes for the sales, and they're like, "See, we could have stayed open. Look, everybody's coming in, coming to the store now." I remember that at Toys R Us when Toys R Us was closing mm-hmm. up. It was just mobbed. Yep. I mean, I'll go. This is that's when I'm, that's when we end up going. I know. is when they're gonna have their closing. You know, everything must go. <sighs> I'm gonna
0: tell Lauren it's her fault at Beth me on for stacking up those <laughs> like a paperback size stack of all those coupons <laughs> they <laughs> nailed to you because they use all of them forever. Time to go use them. I think we actually bought a whole the last house a whole patio furniture set from all coupons or something. Did you really? It was something like that. So we did We soaked them. Oh wow! <laughs> good for you. Or it's like, wait, we have more.
2: <laughs> it's like those extreme couponing shows. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: You're a hoarder and a couponer. Oh no! Oh my god!
2: Well, that's oh, we're, getting, we're getting
0: closer to the Super Bowl, which means we're getting more and more leaked Super Bowl ads. Dave Grohl and Crown Royal—that's a good combination. Commercial looks horrible, though. Or I haven't seen it. These are only le- these are leaked audio clips. Ah, uh, okay. Not much behind this one. <clears throat>
1: We're good?
2: Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's good? Thank you.
0: I don't know what you paid Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters for that. Why is he saying thank you so many times? I don't know. Mm. I don't know what that's all about. guess we'll find out during the Super Bowl. All for Crown Royal. And then you got the weird combo we talked about a couple of times this morning already. Bush Light, which usually has fun commercials, combined with Sarah Who well, Believe it or not, had like a singing career. Now she's only known for the sad, cold, lonely animal ASPCA commercials that you don't have the heart to turn away from in the middle of your streaming show. Wait, don't tell me that they're bringing in the sad puppy commercials during the Super Bowl, are they? No, they're mocking it, which oh, is gosh. different, too. I, okay. I hope they don't. I hope they still at least get the cause out there for her.
2: i yeah. feel bad.
3: Three things are required in the great outdoors. Food, drink, and shelter. Oh. Hello. I'm Sarah McLaughlin. No, for he just is. dollars a day, you can help helpless animals find shelter. Wrong shelter, Sarah. Also, that's a wolf.
2: Head for the mountains. That's pretty good.
0: You think she's like spoofing it to
2: try to save her career a little bit? I mean, they're definitely mocking it for sure. They're mocking that everybody is like, "Oh no, it's the sad puppy commercials." Yes, but. At the same time, I'm with you. I'm like, I don't want to make fun of it too much because it's for a good cause. I mean, <laughs> it's like you're still trying to save these
0: sad little doggies. You know who would be really smart to invest in? And man, I don't know what they're paying right now, but you know the new old Burger King commercial, The Jingle? Oh, that was, well, not the new one. Where's Whopper, Whopper, yeah. that one. But have it your way. Yeah. It is how much ad time did they buy? I don't know it, but it's it, everywhere. If they don't have some kind of a Super Bowl ad featuring that thing they should. and and cutting into like other normal commercials, they should they should do it. I, sh- I don't even know any of if they're going to do that but they should. That you can't avoid that burger king commercial.
2: No, and there's so many different like parodies of it now because I know. you always hear Whopper 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 Whopper. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's on all the time. Whatever you Every time. They should do like a spoof, of, like Burger King does a spoof of their own commercial.
0: They should come up with fake commercials, and in 10 seconds in, they just cut into that, and everybody would know exactly what they're talking <laughs> about. It would be genius. It would be. Now, Look will they?
2: No. They should hire you to be part of their, their ad campaigns, Bill. Come on. BK, BK Lounge. Someone gets paid $10 million to think of that idea.
0: <laughs> in a focus group. In a boardroom. Exactly right. Jeez. All right, we got some more headlines. We got some more Super Bowl stuff to talk about. I did not realize. Here's another angle. I know we're kind of like stretching for angles for this game to That's follow right. some interest. These are both Texas quarterbacks. Really? They are. Jalen Hurts played—he came out from High school ball Texas? in Texas. I did not know that. And we know that Mahomes is a Texas sure. guy. Sure. Is he Red Raider, Texas Tech? So— that's something. All
2: right. <laughs> you don't want to keep talking about the Kelsey brothers? No, God. I'm, tra- I'm trying to
0: avoid them. How
2: their mom is going to have to oh, decide I who to root for in the Super Bowl? Don't
0: care about their mom. What or about them. her double jersey, Bill? No, God. One
2: half is Eagles, one half is Chiefs? No? <laughs> that doesn't intrigue you?
0: Not one iota. <laughs> we do have this, though. The yes. um, lieutenant governor of Ohio has had to pay up on his bet. Oh yeah. Speaking of the yeah, Travis Kelsey, yeah, he's the one that uh, got called a jabloni because <laughs> he, he was trash talking a little bit. But he pays off his his, his uh, you know the, they always have Super Bowl bets, but takes a shot at the refs from that game. Real? Oh, okay. So he's
2: now he's part of the oh yeah Bengals fan group who are beating I think, up the referees. I think huh? All of
0: Southern Ohio is. And a lot of the country, believe it or not. Yeah, true. We got that, and maybe the luckiest lady on the face of the planet. Or unlucky when a boulder crashes through your house. Oh my gosh, wait, wait until you hear what this oh, sounds like. It's loud. Alright, that and more. <laughs> Coming up next, the Self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. The 850 app, you say. It's a good one. I know we're biased, but it really is good. It's a pack full of information. You can listen live, and the morning show blog is on there, which includes the boulder story we're about to talk about. We tr- I know we say this all the time. We always have the audio, a clip of audio from what we put on the blog for you. But this really is a must-see. You have to see how close. Well, first of all, it's bad enough the boulder bashed through this lady's house in Hawaii. Right. But how close it is to her. That's the part that got me when I saw it, where it was just
2: like, it's it's just shocking. I mean, when you see it, you go, oh my gosh, this woman is
0: was inches away from just being squashed. One of the video comments was, some of the dust from the boulder fell on her feet. Right. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and she's so casual one. about it. Oh. All right, so here we go. We'll just uh, give you the sound of this thing. This happened uh, on Saturday. It sounds like, you know what it sounds like when you hear it? An explosion? it's Just
2: an explosion, like one of those, um, uh-huh. uh, when, when they implode the buildings. Right. It sounds
0: like they're doing that. So here you go. It starts off really loud. We're warning you. There's no way to turn it down, but this is this came right through. And then you hear her talking about it.
3: I heard the loud boom, and apparently the boulder passed right in front of me. I didn't see it. All I heard was the boom, and then somebody asking me if I was okay.
0: What do you mean somebody? This is her house.
3: (laughs) That's
0: my first takeaway from this. She is way too casual for someone who almost squashed
2: by a random boulder that crashed through her house. It. Just, I heard the loud boom and it went right by me. I guess. I guess I almost got crushed by it.
0: No, I get the part what? where she didn't see it because it's like clouded dust. And sure. She, I'm sure she had her eyes closed. Yeah, it happened too quick. Now the reason why we have a video is they have security camera inside their house. Yeah, thankfully. And then uh, the interview is part of a news interview they did there from this past weekend. I don't know. I don't know whether you're cursed or lucky. I think
2: lucky. I. I guess at that point because the boulder is coming one way or the other. So, the question is, are you going to get it or is it just going to be your house? So, I'd say she's lucky. How does that happen? I understand Hawaii's got, you know, the mountains and the volcanoes and everything, but my gosh, they don't have like some type of protection. Like when you drive on 95 and you're going up towards like Tennessee and everything, yeah. they have those fences up oh, on yeah. the side of the road
0: for that reason. Oh, well, not I there. Mean, not in Hawaii. Oh, my goodness. Must have been just the side of the house that was. At the bottom of a hill, and then uh, so, and the size of the thing, if you're wondering, then they have a still shot of it. You can see in the video; it's like the size of a car. Oh, it's huge! Walked <laughs> right through. And I, there, there's, these are some of the other comments I saw in the video. Well, why do you have? Why do they build houses so cheaply? This was coming through concrete block y- too. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, this, this would
2: have gone through the Empire State Building. I mean, <laughs> I this thing was know. at the momentum and the force. It was coming in the size of that thing. Think, think of the, the the boulder from uh, Indiana Jones. That's that chases kind of down Indy. That's what this thing looks like. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It's, it's that big.
0: Wow, that's crazy. It
2: really is. You got to see it. Anyway, what else is on the blog? <laughs> oh, you know, just, you know,
0: and, uh, World War III type of stuff. <laughs> we played this for you last segment, I think, or at least a couple of minutes ago. But And I still can't. I guess there is some sort of a program where you can program Alexa to say anything you really want. You know what I mean? I've heard of it before.
2: Yeah, people have done that before. They asked, like, when uh, Miami's going to get hit by a hurricane. And they yeah. said,
0: like, you know, something. And they admitted, yeah, we told Alexa to say that. There's a is a program, I guess, Alexa Blueprints, which allows you to have Alexa say something back to you. But I don't know whether that's this case or not, but this guy put it on Twitter. I, I, I hope it is. <laughs> World
3: War Three starts on November twenty third, 2023 at 6.05 p.m. When Russia launches an attack against Germany.
0: Oh, hold on! I'm putting this in my calendar. Yes. So have dinner at three, right before World War II start. Three starts.
2: That because that is Thanksgiving Day, November okay. twenty third of this year. Wow. But, What's the NFL late game? Because
0: apparently nobody's going to be watching that. <laughs> if your team has the late game, uh, <laughs> why not work out too well? When they release the schedule for twenty three, we got to pay attention to who's got the third game. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> the The good part is also in that same blog post. There's a second video. Where this the same guy asks his Alexa when 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 well, when will World War Three end? Too many W's, and she answers as well. So we have a start date and an end date.
0: Well, depends on what the end of the war is. Well, could be the his question might have been when does Earth end? <laughs> Wait, that's the same day you told me the war ends. Hold on, something's wrong here. That's a clue that tells me it's not going to go well. <laughs>
2: What's going on here? So it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy, but you can take a look and I don't know
0: does does Alexa know the future? Maybe check it out. I don't know. It's disturbing. It is it's disturbing. tough to lighten that one up, but we'll try. So here's another angle, and I know we're grasping at straws to try to find angles to find interest in the Super Bowl. I didn't realize this. Don't this and we've noticed this ever since we've been doing this morning show. Sometimes themes just pop up completely random. Like a certain theme, a certain state, a certain location, a certain time, team, band, something will happen. Today it's Texas. Really? The Texas monkey story. Yeah. The Texas border story. That's where right. They got their own te- Texas border czar, which is pretty big. And now this thing about the Texas quarterbacks for the Super Bowl. Didn't even realize this was a thing. Wow. Um, Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes have strong Texas connections. Played a huge role. Both starting quarterbacks played their high school ball in the Lone Star State. I knew Mahomes did because he also played for
2: Texas Tech. Yep, was uh, he's a Red Raider. That's where he played his college ball. Where did Jalen Hurts play in high school? Because he played for Alabama and then Oklahoma. Yeah, I he know transferred he transferred. There. There. I yeah. know that
0: much. Um, there's a guy named Greg Tepper, the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Sounds very official. That's how. My God,
2: is that not a Texas football
0: <clears throat> name, Dave Campbell? Well, also they have a they're on magazine a publication dedicated to just high school football sure in Texas. Do. It oh, is yeah. huge. They have thirty thousand seat high school stadiums. Yes, totally different world there. Wow. Well, anyway, let's see <laughs> let's see what he says about it. Let's see what goes on there. Sure. I don't believe it's ever happened Super Bowl history to have two Texas high school football products squaring off at one another at the most important position. There, I bet. outside of Pennsylvania, I bet you Texas has the most NFL quarterbacks, big ones that have actually made it. I could see there's, that. There's always a bunch of them. Drew Brees, was he a Texas guy? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. that that, that oh, it escapes me now. That big, um, that big high school team that wins their state championships. All I don't know. I can't remember. So is that like uh, somewhere in uh, um, Odessa? Maybe I don't know. It's like Friday Night Lights. Yeah, exactly. Hey coach, you're gonna win state this year, right? Yeah, we're gonna do our bet. You're gonna win state this year, right? You are gonna win. All right, here's what else (laughs) this guy says about it. That's the big deal. Texas used to put out a lot of running backs. They still do, but now quarterbacks are becoming more and more of an export. Okay,
2: see, because you always heard about California, like Pennsylvania, right? Ohio, right? Of course, Florida has a lot of like the skill positions: wide receiver, running back. And it's actually a lot of linemen, too, come out of Florida now mm-hmm. in high schools.
0: Still trying to figure out exactly what towns they were from. And that's what kind of makes these guys particularly unique, but I also think speaks to what is really the depth of Texas high school football. Okay. He's huh. saying he's saying that they came from uh, very small towns as well, not big cities in Texas. I see. Okay. I like both these quarterbacks, too.
2: Yes. Yeah, I, li- I like Jalen Hurts a lot. Mahomes, right. I've always liked him. I know he gets mired in controversy sometimes because of his family. Oh, but... and they're back, by the way. Oh, great.
0: Oh, great. We thought they'd be in quiet. Yeah, They're not. No. <laughs> get him out of here. All right. We got the Ohio uh, Lieutenant Governor paying off his Super Bowl uh, bet. Debt. we got that coming up as well as some other headlines. All next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you back here Wednesday night. Yeah. See you Wednesday afternoon in line at Publix or wherever you get your lottery tickets for the next Powerball thing. It went up again. I can't believe it. What is it 632? No, even higher. I mean 653. Yeah, that's what it is. There you go. <laughs> A little
2: transposition of numbers there. <laughs> that happens. Wow. I was um it was funny as I passed by it this morning. I was thinking, "Holy cow, this thing's actually still going up." Because I've I've just kind of been messing around about it, you know, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no one's gonna win. It's gonna keep going." But I really did. I had a feeling that this thing was it was just gonna keep going up. That they don't want anybody to win right now. Yeah, you close? Without, yeah, we're almost It's here. going up
0: fifty. So it was six thirteen it's about a little over fifty million per. Roll over, right? Just
2: about, yeah, like like 40 to 50 million. So, next one will be. It's going to be close. It'll be 700. So, if no one wins tomorrow yeah. night, I think it will be about just may- maybe 700 even. Wow. So. Uh, That's a lot. Then we'll get to the weekend, just like I thought. That's right. 700.
0: That's right. Your prediction came true. I you can am... only predict some numbers. You'd be doing something. Uh, if,
2: if only. <laughs> yeah. I can predict when no one's going to win. No, I know. Which doesn't help me at all. Right.
0: <laughs> this is a crazy story. Just to get you some. Uh, Headlines here, Uh, the latest out of Memphis, three Memphis EMTs, first responders now being fired over the death of Tyree Nichols. We all know the case and the terrible, the the entire thing start to finish is just awful. And the body cam footage from the cops was written, security cam footage was released this past Friday, which led to protests. All five of the cops have been not only fired, but they're also charged with, uh, you know, second degree murder charges. But now these EMTs have been fired as well. Here's the statement from the fire department. It said they violated multiple department policies when they were at the scene earlier this month. It said the EMTs responded to a call of a person pepper sprayed. Is that how the cops called it in? That's really what they did? They did a hell of a lot more than that. These guys are just so despicable. And the department says they didn't perform, quote, an adequate patient assessment beyond the pepper spray effects. So not enough care given to him before he got to the hospital where he was where he died after the beating, I guess.
2: I have trouble imagining that, that yeah. these EMTs would respond and see this
0: poor man just absolutely beaten to a pulp, yeah, and they're not going to do that. anything about that? I don't know. I mean, is this a case—again, without knowing the details, is this a case just of overcompensating on the I, part of the city I, I, to I, make sure that they can come back and say, Well, you know, we fired, yeah. fired three EMTs, and we uh, fired and have charges against the five cops, and— uh, I don't know. It just seems weird. I don't know if I've ever heard of a case of EMTs being fired over a case like this. 3 of them. That's what I'm afraid of. And again, without actually being
2: there and knowing what happened, cuz at least with the the, you know, horrible police officers, we know what happened cuz of the body cam video. Right. So there's no doubt about that, but with this, it's like, well, they didn't give enough care. It's like, are we sure they're not just scapegoats here in a in a larger political move to say everyone who is involved with this this event is no longer employed with with the city? Because if that's the case, that, that's just a shame well, when it comes to these EMTs. I mean, they, they would just be innocent bystanders in this, in this case.
0: I would bet you either way we're going to hear from the EMTs or some sort of a lawsuit. Uh, it's, it's just there's something weird about this. And it might be
2: justified, or it might be justified in firing them. I, I really can't say one way or the other. It's just something's telling me my, my gut instinct here is that uh, the city of Memphis is overcompensating for this, and they just erasing everybody who was involved with it.
0: Right. I think it is. I don't know. That's just a weird, weird story. Who the heck knows? All right, getting closer and closer to Super Bowl 57. It's going to be the 12th of February in Glendale, Arizona. So the lieutenant governor of Ohio had been talking some trash, I guess. You know, they usually do this and they make bets back and forth, whatever, blah, blah, blah. This guy had, I guess he really... He caused the ire of some of uh, the Chiefs players because this was the guy that Travis Kelsey actually called a jabroni, right? Oh, yeah. He's, he's, no, you're rolling. Shut your mouth, you uh, jabroni. His name is uh, Lieutenant Governor John. I think it's Husted, I believe. Okay. He uh, he owned up, you know, and he's, he's got to, this is the price he's going to have to pay for uh, for his bet. But then in the second part of this, he takes shots at the refs.
3: Sent me a little message uh, late last week asking me if I'd like to take a little bet on the game, and and I said sure. And the loser was going to have to wear a, a jersey of the opposite team at the state house, and and uh, so I came up a little short on that one.
2: <laughs> Pretty mild,
0: yeah. You know,
2: he's he's, he's uh, accepting his fate. Does he have to wear a Kelsey jersey like you said before? <laughs> I think he should. <laughs> Have the ultimate punishment, the ultimate uh, full circle. Can you imagine watching that game and you see Travis Kelsey, right? I mean, as a Bengals fan, which obviously, you know, a politician in, in Ohio would be or it's in
0: Cincinnati. So you know he was watching, though.
2: Yeah, sure. They're going to be watching. And right. then you're watching like, oh see what they have to say. And Travis Kelsey comes up there and... Goes all rock bottom on you, saying, to know you're rolling, shut your mouth, calls you jabroni on national TV. And you're just
0: sitting there like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. And then he, and I know that this is a, a common thing throughout the country, not just with Bengals fans, but there's a, just a lot of talk about the refs for both of these games. A lot of people, even like with us, who have no skin in the game. It was not rough. a fan of either of these yeah. teams. But even he takes a shot at the refs.
3: It was a shame to see that officiating and a late call was so influential in that outcome because it was a great game on its own merits and we could have just played through it would have been great wow
0: okay so he's uh he's not shying away from criticizing the refs like a lot of people are it's a billion dollar industry and they they don't (laughs) have full-time referees come on
2: i i I, that's never made any sense to me not to say that these referees don't get you know paid handsomely because they do they're, they're, I think they're the highest paid referees in this, as far as the four major sports go, I know, really? I know Major League Baseball umpires do well, and I believe the NBA referees make at least a quarter of a million. But I think those, I think NBA refs are full time. Also, too, I mean, their season is longer. I mean, they go October through June if you're doing the finals. But I just, I know it's never made any sense to me. Like, there's got to be some type of incentive because maybe that's what it is. There needs to be incentive. Referees don't get punished. Now, you may not get the prime games, but these are guys who are in the AFC and NFC championship games. These are the games to decide who's going to play in the Super Bowl. Supposed to be the best. and Right. So you're supposed to be on your game, the best crew out there, and that's how you perform. There's got to be some type of fines, incentive for them other than... You know, getting graded and then maybe not getting chosen for like these end of year games. There has to be some type of hey, if you miss this call, you get right. fined. Right. You know. Um. Now, now, the other side that may cause more unnecessary penalties because they're going to be overcompensating. You're yeah, right, just in case. Yeah. Flags everywhere. Oh gosh, I don't want to get fined, so I think that was holding. Ah. Just
0: in <laughs> case, they'll throw the flag. They do that anyway. They do it now. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, what's Lee? What? what? What's leading to this? Why is there more complaints ever about the flags? There are more people. Number one, more people watching. The NFL is growing by leaps and bounds every single year. It just is. The games faster. Let's give them credit. Yes. You know they can't catch everything. It just is. And number three, we see more now. There are more yeah. camera angles. There are more side views. There's more replays on there's, social media. There's more replays on <laughs> social media. Some people are like. They get convinced the next day that there was a problem or a bad call or a lack right. of call. So that happens too, and that that's all combined into it. Is there a better time for the NFL to experiment having that eye in the sky thing? That sky judge or whatever they call it? I think now's a good time, honestly. Look, the Major League Baseball
2: is bringing in umpire referees. That's right. Well, not yet. I know it's in AAA, but it's give it another couple of years. That's one step away from the Major League. Mm-hmm. So is it
0: time? You know, maybe the referees need a little bit of assistance. Something's added. It, it, it's too big of an industry now. I mean, and, and you know what? You know what else adds pressure to it now? Legalized sports betting. Yeah. Now you have not only people who are generally mad because of honest, just passion, uh, you know, for their team. You're like, you know, I, I lost my mortgage payment because you're not you're non-call. Yeah, right. So that's added right or wrong, it's adding to the pressure of it.
2: It's a lot of pressure to be a referee, and like you said, look, I mean, this this stuff. The average NFL play lasts like three seconds. No, So a lot I happens. Know. You have to see a lot in three seconds. So it's a really, really hard job. A job that I could never do, nor I would ever even want it to try. But if you're doing
0: it, you, you can't be missing calls left and right. Do you ever see that, that ridiculous stat? Like there's something only like of, of 13 minutes of game time or something. Know, it's insane. Of actual playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's nuts. It is. Wow. Because a lot of times it's just, yeah, the clock is running down. There's play clocks. Well... There's a story we, I completely, we teased it, and I totally forgot to get to it before. Oh, no. There may be a chicken wing shortage for your Super Bowl party, mainly because of this guy. Who? So we know that the cost of chicken wings have gone up. That's been just one of those things this year, the high cost of inflation, the chicken shortage, and the egg thing, and all that other crap. A school cafeteria worker stole $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. What? There was only five wings. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) They were on sale at Publix. <laughs>
1: they were on sale at Publix.
0: <laughs> it was in Illinois. Sixty-six-year-old Vera Liddell was the food service director at a school district in Illinois, arrested for stealing that amount worth of the wings. She was working there for at least a decade. During the listen to this, during the pandemic, she started over-ordering chicken, picking it up herself, oh, no. in, a, in a cargo van. Oh geez, and the extra chicken was never brought back to the school. Oh boy, so chicken you can imagine this was going to restaurants and
2: she was selling it she had a black market for for chicken wings yes side hustle
0: yes oh no that's a that's a lot of chicken over the past couple of years caught because she overlooked one thing. She was ordering massive amounts of chicken wings, but the school never served wings to the students because they contained bones. Oh, come on! No! They don't have wing day. <laughs> See, she was ordering food they didn't even serve? Exactly. See, if it was like pizza, right, the, the materials would have been fine. Oh, jeez. F- so, wait, hold on a second. It took two years for this school district to say, you know, we don't serve the children wings, do we? There's also that, too. Where were they in this? Unclear what she was actually doing with all the wings, but you're pretty pretty certain it was going to local restaurants. I'm
2: sure she was making her own money off of it. Yeah, whole black chicken wing black market. <laughs> it's, it's the the underbelly of the chicken wing market. Meet me in the alley. <laughs> wow, that's insane!
0: Wow, a million dollars. That's that's a huge federal offense. Unbelievable Good luck. All right, we've got uh, the kitchen drawer, junk drawer segment coming up next. Good things we, things we didn't get to or forgot to get to during the rest of the show, including the likes of. Diener, is your home now cleaner than the one you grew up in? Don't answer yet. Okay. How much are you going to spend on Valentine's Day? <laughs> and who do you think has the highest grossing tour of all time now? Ooh. That and more. And a couple of headlines, too. It's coming up next. The Self-Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. News Talk 850 WFTL. The Self-Loader Morning Show. Don't forget about the 850 mobile app. It's a good one. All the info's there. The blogs, including the morning show blog. Uh, the news. The podcasts, all of it, right there, and all linked up, and that's the best way to listen. By the way, you can take us anywhere. It's way better.
2: I mean, people tell us all the time that's how they listen. Out of states,
0: you know, sometimes out of the country, and you can reach out to us. Yeah, which we have too. The two most popular ways that that little text thing they have through the through the app and the actual text line. Yes, does it become the two most popular ways? I know there's a way to, to reach us through email through website, but. I think it's handier and quicker if you do it those two ways.
2: I like sometimes because normally for the text line, it's like you know a solicit type of thing. We're talking about something, we'll give out the number and say, "Hey, you want to tell us what you think?" Yeah. But sometimes I'll log on there, and there's actually just some straggler text messages, like, like they like, were oh, thinking about it. Yeah. Like, all right, let's let's see what you got to say. Here's that question you asked last
0: May. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of an answer. Wow.
0: All right, uh, just a quick headline here before we get to some of the fun uh, kitchen drawer stuff we didn't get to before. The Biden administration is set to end two emergencies related to the COVID-19 pandemic. May 11th is the day. White House informed Congress, because they have to officially, national emergency and public health emergency will come to a close, and that ends most of the COVID relief money. For their part, the response is, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, and I'm sorry I'm putting this as another check in the good column from him. He says, unacceptable must end before May 11th. Way before, like now. Good. Put the pressure on. Absolutely. The
2: only reason, the only reason that it's still going and that they're waiting till May 11th is for money. Right. Sure. That's it.
0: Did it. Is. Oh, I'll wrap it up those last checks. Right. Of course it
2: is. So they know that to they to various
0: can- agencies and sure. states and
2: and they know that they can't um you know, uh, justify pushing any further than it, May
0: 11th? No, absolutely not. So
2: they figured, all right, well, it's, it's got to end there. Our, the, the, the free ride is over, guys. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. There's no
0: reason why we should even continue these federal funds there's not. for the next three months. And he's right about that. And it, now. All right, let's get to uh, things we didn't get to before. We're also, we've been talking about the Super Bowl a lot, of course. But two days after that, guess what happens? Oh, no, no, no. We're that much closer to Valentine's oh, Day. That's gosh. right. That's right. Love is in the air. Can't and so is money. <laughs> the number is out. They, they they have this annual survey every year this week. How much are we gonna spend this year as Americans on Valentine's Day? And by the way, is Valentine's Day as big in other countries? Uh in some countries. I bet you it's not.
2: I, I bet th- you they don't spend as much. No, no, I don't think so. I think it's the biggest year, but in some countries they do
0: uh celebrate it a lot, like us. What do you think the average is? Two fifty? No, was less than that. Really? But it's up from last year. It's on average, every American 193 bucks. That's I just.
2: This is why when you hear me say, "Oh no," you're probably thinking, "Why do you hate Valentine's Day?" Because it's a it's a day that forces guys to spend that's right. money.
0: That's right. And I hate it. It's exactly right. <laughs> And every one of these people they talked to, they were guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stop it! I don't want to spend. My- I can buy you flowers any time
2: of the year. They don't need to be thirty dollars roses. These are on sale for ten bucks the week the week after. Yeah, doesn't it mean
0: more? I always say this to Lauren or some random Tuesday in July. Yes. Doesn't it mean more? They might get suspicious. Well, while you well buy that's the thing
2: flowers. It's like-
0: <laughs> who is she? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just being thoughtful. <sighs> Speaking of money, yes. Who now has the all-time highest-grossing tour all time? Wow. Who is it? I'm gonna say the Rolling Stones. No, close though. It is now Elton John. Ah, yes, because he's been on that Yellow Brick Road Tour for like fifteen years. For, and it's not gonna end, by the way. He says, No, there's no reason to end it. Wow. Uh, you're exactly right. The farewell yellow brick road tour now, they this week passed everybody. It's made eight hundred and seven eight hundred and eighteen million dollars so far. My gosh, I wouldn't end that either. It's even there are dates scheduled for July. Wow. There's no guarantee it's going to be over even then. (laughs) Farewell. It's a long road, Bill. It's a long road. Surprisingly. Number two is Ed Sheeran's The Divide Tour. Really? Yep. And uh, followed by U2's 360 Tour. U2. I always forget. I think I went on that
2: tour, actually. That made a lot. I
0: remember that. That made a lot of money. Because they played stadiums.
2: Yeah, that's that's what it was. I
0: saw them in Tampa. Impressive enough, he's only playing arenas for the most part. Yeah. Wow. All right, and here's a hypothetical, hypothermical question for you. Yes, please. You ready? Yes. (laughs) I know you've been thinking about this. I have. And you can be honest now. It's safe. Is your home you live in now your house? Yes. Is it cleaner than the one you grew up in? Very much so. Mine is, too. Yeah. You know why? My mom smoked. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Uh. Uh, For that reason and
2: that reason alone. See, for me, it's because there were four of us, and we oh. were just made a mess, and there was no way to keep it clean. That's right, too. Between the four of us ramb- rambunctious children, I only have two, and I'm very OCD when it comes to keeping stuff clean. So Almost
0: everybody that responded to this thing said, absolutely, my house is cleaner now than my childhood home. Right. Because now we're just, we, we, we can't do it. And can't we have more products. The yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like, wireless vacuum? Right. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Love that stuff. Oh, it's great. All right, we got to go. Check out the Morning Show blog on the app. Make sure you get the app, too. uh, And we will have uh, more Super Bowl commercials leaking out, too. We'll have that and headlines for you tomorrow, starting at 6 a.m. Until then, we'll talk to you then.